If I told you the things I've seen on my ways If I told you the things I've done in my days You wouldn't believe me anyway So it's best I just don't say I've lived a thousand lives I piloted a thousand souls I killed and fought and died Just for a single role Hey, and welcome to Happy Jack's RPG. My name is Jason, and we are going to be playing uh, in the Eberron world with a sort of uh, Dungeon World-ish rule set using Dungeon World SRD. And um, I am joined by some fantastic players and Rob. So, um, Eli, why don't you introduce yourself? Hi, name is Eli, and I'm playing Alabas the Paladin. And we're looking to beat up on an evil elemental today, guys. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, Rob, I guess. Hi, I'm Rob. Um, what am I doing? I'm a big elephant person named Ventus who is getting in touch with his, with his more tender dark side at this point. Let's see how that works today. I can't imagine anything going wrong with that. Uh, nothing. Nothing at all. Pooja? Hi, I am Pooja. I'm playing Zay, a changeling arcane duelist, who it turns out may be kind of distantly related to the big bad people that we're gonna take down. Hmm. Maybe. Okay. Maybe. That's not fun. sure, but maybe. <laughs> and Claire. Hi, I'm Claire, and I am playing a changeling thief named Nyx. And I'm really excited to see what's going to happen today. Parfait. Um, so, uh, thank you everyone for joining us for session eight. This is our finale of City of Towers, uh, Dungeon World Action Play on the Happy Jacks RPG Network. You could catch up on the past episodes and, in fact, now the entire season uh, at happyjacks.org slash city of towers, I think it is. Um, And you can find all of our shows that we've done at Happy Jacks, which is approximately 1.8 gazillion at happyjacks.org slash shows. And that's just everything you could. I, I mean, we've played just about every game system you can think of. Minus a couple that just really stink. and uh, But we've played some stinkers, too. So, you know, that's we, we get into everything. Um, and uh, last time, we've, we've had some little pieces of recap. But um, the the group has uh, was originally hired to help uh, a, a group of uh, sapient undead folks, uh, an island off the coast that is somewhat secluded 
and a big portion of their population uh, was turned undead. But they're not mindless zombies and skeletons. They are fully aware and, and you know, participating in society. The island of Welldown has accepted these folks into their society, but a particular house, House Orion, the house of travel and transport, uh, cut off all ties with the island because they didn't want to do business with undead folk. That is rude and specious. So um, that means uh, a couple of representatives came to uh, uh, the mainland of uh, Eberron, at, at specifically the city of Sharn, where they met our heroes. Um, and these folks said, we have an idea. We want to make House Orion look bad. We've had an offer from House Therashk, and if we can make House Orion look bad, their prime rival, House Therashk, will look good, and they will have then the, uh, the wherewithal to create a new partnership with us, replacing our lost business with Orion. And uh, we can, you know, go out and, and live our lives and our unlives and, you know, do the things that we want to do. And the, the four of you thought that sounded like a good plan. So it turned into a train heist, y'all. Um, train heist, train I, heist. I, I've, I've been looking back on my uh, a lot of my GMing history, and I think Shadowrun just got baked into my DNA at, at an <laughs> early age. 12-year-old me playing Shadowrun 1st Edition, uh, all of my games, all of my campaigns turn into heists. <laughs> and it's just, <laughs> it's just baked in. I don't know why, but that's who I am. Uh, so this train... Uh, is a coming, and it's got a hot rock in it that, if you steal it, would be very embarrassing for House Orion because it's the thing that makes the train go. It, they have also bound a very strong lightning elemental to the train that sort of makes the train float and travel, and through some circumstantial research and evidence, it seems like the lightning elemental also ensures that the train is on time by somehow minutely manipulating the flow of time. However, that has created an environmental impact, particularly as it goes through the shimmering woods. The mantid denizens, which were essentially wild animal, you know, very clever predators, but they're about as smart as a tiger or, or you know, something like that. They're not an intelligent species, but they're a very clever predator in there. Uh, and but they're not they're also not normally just wildly aggressive they're they're just you know they're forest predators and they kill what they need to eat and that's like a normal thing that happens however you uh, were exploring you were approached by some mushroom people who said the mantids are out of control they've uh, been uh, driven wild by the uh, well it turns out the presence of that elemental going back and forth Um it's been messing with the nature elementals in the woods and uh, the mantids in turn, something's gotten flipped in their mantid brains and they are just killing all kinds of stuff, fighting each other sometimes. And it's just, uh, it's, it's uh, a mantid nightmare. So the, uh, the mushroom folk and the uh, Stiv and Guar, the, the folks from well down, have uh, are are all involved in being able to 
uh, they, they want you to stop this train and figure out something to, uh, you know, fix the situation. So we left off with uh, you all had uh, gathered the materials you needed to sabotage the lightning rail, which consists of several um, magical pads on the ground. They're all, you know, they're probably 10 feet across or so. But these are spaced uh, over the course of the train track. It, there's no rails on this train. It's just these square pads that the train hovers across as it moves along the lightning elemental bound to the train, creating enough like uh, uh, levitation with this to go shooting along. Um, and we uh, came back in the woods. We had a little altercation with uh, some mantids who were then raised into zombie service. Uh, you also had some conversation with the mushroom people in the forest who gave you some materials. They gave you a shield and some healing moss. And did you get anything else from them off the bat? Uh, no, I don't think so. Okay. Um, this is Ventus's bad attitude. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. They deserved it. <laughs> um, nice. And so we now, we, we have left the mushroom cave and um, we have exploded some of the lightning rail, I think, right? We, we set off some of those bombs uh, in anticipation of the train approaching. And we ended last time with the train, you know, throwing on the brakes. Uh, it's not screeching because they're not like wheels on metal rails, but it is, you know, it's throwing off all this like static electricity. You hear all this like sparking and snapping energy in the air and everyone's hair is like rising on the back of your neck. Like it's just, you know, uh, fully ionized everywhere. And um, yeah, the the train is quote unquote screeching to a halt. And uh we have to find out what the four of you are up to. What you doing? This is the part where you say something. I feel like something. all of us would take, uh, or would let um, Zay take the lead for Ventus, because they're the ones that actually know where it is on the train, where he was out using his loot, trying to entertain the masses on the train. Mm-hmm. So he's kind of... And did a good job. Yeah, it's very did. entertaining. Yeah, so he's kind of like, well, we got the train stopped. Where do we need to go? Mm-hmm. Engine room. Yep. Kind of wipe the rest of the blood off my face and chomp down on a little bit of that healing moss that you attempted to force feed me while I was on the ground. <laughs> Great. Uh, uh, ha- how many hit points are you down? Three. Or, oh, well, that's less important than the fact that you roll a, a, a D8 for a bite of moss. So, um. uh, No, not just eight. That's not going to work. Okay, I get them all back. Okay. But it's it's a lot of, like, having a handful of moss is several bites of moss. So, you know, uh, you've, you have a bunch, and when it becomes narratively important, we'll check to see if you run out. Um, but... Um, any other any questions before we jump into this, or like double checking stuff about your character? Um, yeah, we, I. Uh, we did level up to level eight, uh, so we'll we'll probably close out at level eight. Uh, Claire, what'd you want to say? Well, I just wanted to ask. Um, I, I guess I'm I'm having trouble remembering the very end of our last session. So, 
we blew up the track mm-hmm. and now we're and the train has stopped that's where we're at right now yeah there was and a fair amount of time spent uh trying to figure out how to share the magic word that sets off the explosives ah uh, yes there are these like <laughs> uh gems that uh, uh stiv prepared for you um the half orc undead wizard who is nice uh, uh accompanied by her brother who is a live half orc um, mostly um, dilettante, apparently, like enjoys fine wines and cigars and doesn't appear to be good at much else. But, um, you know, he's nice. <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah, yeah, the, the train is, I, I mean, we could even say it is currently stopping. Uh, you know, I think there's, there's a lot happening. You know, the birds and uh, animals of the underbrush are just scattering and panicking everywhere because of this crazy noise and uh, and the uh, the electricity shooting everywhere is not like burning down the forest but it is you know all these like arcs of of shocks are are grounding out around it it's nothing like it's not massively destructive it's just you know atmosphere everything is ionized and uh yeah, it smells like the air before rain. So, uh, what do we want to do about it? Well, well I'm going to hold off. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Pooja. I was just going to say that both the hot rock and the elemental are in the engine room mm-hmm. at the back of the train. I think. Uh, no, the oh, engine's on the front. direction is at the back? The front. engine's on the front. front. It's the first car. <laughs> my yeah. bad. That's fine. Um, um, so I have my two zombie mantids. Mm-hmm. I am holding them back because if people start getting off the train, I want to start shooing them away from the train. Um, I have not quite figured out how to get people off the train yet, but I assume that once we go start going toe-to-toe with the elemental that they will kind of do that on their own accord. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the zombie mantids are ready to shush people away. Mm-hmm. Okay. Any, uh, so Zay, uh, what, what are you up to? Zay. I am... Well, I guess, I mean, we should all go when I'm... I'm going to go back and attempt to, like, reach out and kind of feel where the elemental is, kind of like I did last time. Yeah, okay. Um, well, let's have But at least to... to see what its mood is. Yeah. Uh, let's have you do a move about it. Um, it sounds Great. like you want to... Um... Uh, where is that? Spout lore? No. Discern realities. That's what we're doing. Sounds good. Oh. Wisdom. I'm so mm-hmm. so great at that. It's totally awesome for me. Uh, take a plus one for this, because it, it turns out you have somewhat of an affinity regarding lightning elementals. So, uh, that makes sense. Oh, yes. And- I got a... That gives me a 10. Excellent. And and just on that note, I'll remind everyone that we discovered what uh, Zay's 
dragon mark, so-called dragon mark uh, 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 tattoo was, it was not actually a dragon mark. It was a lightning mark. And uh, it's, uh, it marks Zay's uh, heritage of being both of uh, changeling descent and uh, sort of lightning genasi type thing where you, you weren't like you don't have a literal elemental in your um, heritage, but people who channel lightning uh, were were part of your uh, biological uh, heritage. So, oh, okay, great. So yeah. I'm not actually related to the lightning elemental. That makes me feel better. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure there is some terrible evil in my past. I just prefer it not to be this evil. <laughs> yeah, I mean, maybe, but uh, you, you know, you you don't get to pick your genetics, so. Uh, that's, uh, th- that's a thing that we discovered about your, your background. So, um, you said you wanted to, oh yeah, you're doing discern realities and you got a 10 plus, uh, you get three of these questions. What, what jumps out at you? I'm going to say, um, and don't forget, you can tweak these a little bit if you want to, uh, in the vein of like, what should I be on the lookout for? I'm looking for the lightning elemental. Oh, yeah. Just kind of sense where they're at the moment. Sure. Uh, what you see is it um, not really in a anthropomorphic form yet, but it, it is it has come out to the front of the train and is basically it's wrapped itself around the front of the train uh, to try and, and it's like stopping the train, right? Uh, and so you, you're seeing it do that. Um, it's, it's still like, uh, like attached to the engine, but it's like, if you like flew into your parachute, <laughs> you know, like that's not a good thing to do, but that's what this thing is doing. It's like, or, or like a jellyfish, right? It's like caught on the front of the train and is, uh, currently trying to stop it. So it is, it's going to stop on time. It's not going to go hurtling off a cliff because you all were very careful about how you wanted to set that up. But, um, Nix, what are you up to? Um, oh, sorry, Zay. Did you, oh, you have more questions. I was like, I got two more questions. Sorry. Uh, I want to know what here is not what it appears to be. Oh, um, the uh, probably the thing that s- stands out to you is the number of mantids that have gathered in the trees above pretty much where you're sure the train's going to stop. Not necessarily the engine, but along... You know, maybe 50 yards of the train, you can see, like, they weren't moving very much, and now there's a little bit of movement of, I don't know, at least 8 or 10, maybe more, that you can see uh, mantids up there. And I guess, what is about to happen? Do they look like they're about to attack? Are they going to jump us? Um, They're not going to jump you. They're going to jump... Probably whoever comes out of the train. So, well, feel free to, you know, if you want to communicate any of that or like however you want to act on that is fine. Well, I'm going to definitely let Ventus and and the rest of the group, specifically Ventus, because you have zombie Vantids. I like Mantises better. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Mantises. Manti? Um, oh, no. also, uh, don't forget this part of the move. Um, when you're acting on, like, dealing with the answers to these questions, 
everyone will have a, a plus one forward. So, or I guess technically just Pooja is supposed to, but I think. If oh, you... and I think everybody gets a plus one because I, because we're trying to, we're trying, we're trying to. Oh, your heist. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we won't, we won't do an extra plus one on top of that, but Pooja, you have an extra plus one from your discern realities role. Um, when act, um, with directly acting on the answers to these questions. Okay. Well, there are a lot of mantises in the trees. And them on the passengers. Is there a way to have the mantids that you brought back do a mantids dance to let the other ones in the trees know that they got it? There is only one way to find out. That's not. <laughs> uh, hold on. Be- before you get into that, because it'll take a second to get your zombie mantids over there and get them animated. Uh, I want to check in with Nyx and see what's going on. Yeah, Nyx is um, making himself look like a uh, conductor. Um, they've gone with a, uh, a male conductor that they saw on the train the first time they took it mm-hmm. and um, they are getting ready to go pop on the train and act like everything's fine. Mm. Okay. All right. Well, that's, that's a good spot to be in for uh, us to find out how Ventus uh, zombie mantids do at a dance off. <laughs> uh, so first of all, Ventus, you'll have to do something to get all the mantids attention that's not difficult. If you make your zombie mantids scream at them, like all of the mantids will look because it's a very distinct sound. Um, so that's just do you want to or not? Like that's on, uh, there's no role for that. Um, but then it, if you want to do the dance off, you probably should do that so they're all looking at you because otherwise they're all poised to like jump on this, the, the people getting out of the train. Oh, yeah, 100%. Um, the scream is fine, but I'm going to do it, and I'm going to position it so that they're, that the two zombies are not together and they can get all the attention. And basically, if it doesn't work, they can start fighting some of those mm. dropping down from the trees. Yeah. The main thing that you'll want, I think, is to... Because remember, the train is moving along with... The trees are on the left side of the train, and then to the right side of the train, just a little ways over, is a cliff that drops down to the, the water. Uh, so, uh, you'd probably want your mantid still in the trees because there's not a lot of room to fight on the, on the cliff side. Um, but it's up to you how you want to set that up. Well, I don't want them in the trees. I want them on the tree side. Right? Uh, yeah, there's some space from like, there's, there's cliff, a little bit of space, tracks, a little bit of space, and then the forest. Yeah, so basically they're going to run, depending on where all the other top mantids are, zombie mantids will run out and basically bracket them mm-hmm. so that they can force them, you know, if it comes to a fight, they can force them back into the trees. Okay, great. Um, so we know what the, what the dance-off is supposed to look like. Um, we've, we've seen it performed several times. Uh, are there any roles it, it built into your zombification ritual? Is there anything stated there of how to 
uh, control them. I am looking. Okay. I don't even remember what spell that was. Uh, it, it was Finger of Death or something? Well, that was part of it. No, that was Animate Dead. Oh, um, Animate Dead. Okay. Let's see. Because otherwise nope. we'll just roll parlay. Yeah. It, it doesn't... There's nothing in there. Treat it as a, uh, treat it as a character. Yeah, okay. With the basic moves. Okay, great. Well, then uh, we're going to just treat it as, you know, you have control over them. So uh, you can make your parlay roll, which is charisma. And uh, we'll just, we're making that with the understanding that you have the tools required to do something that would have otherwise been impossible. So, uh, yeah, let's go for it. So adding all of the plus ones, I got a 14. Oh my, that is, that is a lot. (laughs) That is much. Um, They don't have critical successes in this game, but that feels like a crit. Well, actually, really quick, really quick. Was it was it my charisma or yes. was it theirs? No, yours. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Cool. Just wanted to make sure I wasn't cheating. Yeah, because they can't do anything on their own, right? That they're only doing what you tell them to do. So you're sort of like marionetting them. Um. Okay. So yeah, you you get them out there. You're you're directing them in the dance that you've seen Nix and Zay do at each other. Even <laughs> there, there was that time. Where there was they, that time they did a successful dance off, chased off real mantids, and then <laughs> had to like face <laughs> off because they were in the mantid zone. And uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, good times. Good times. Yeah. <laughs> Boy, what if the mantids could do renegade? <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> it's more of a thriller situation. Oh yeah, that's probably yeah. With the mantid arms, as we've described them so far, yeah. They're zombies. <laughs> um, all right, so these mantids come out. Uh, your mantids step out into that sort of clearing space between the track and the woods. And the other mantids are kind of up in the trees in that part. You know, there's probably a little bit of overhang, and they're getting ready to, to pounce down on people. And your mantids come out and face the woods, and are like, bah, bah. Um, and the um, mantids in the trees take notice that there's a lot of uh, scrabbling, and there's a couple... Two, two of them do drop down out of the trees and try to uh, counter, and they quickly lose their nerve, right? They are outdanced, and uh, they uh, turn and disappear back into the woods. Um, so the things, some things are happening now. So I'll just I'll, I'll lay this out a little bit before you all decide what you want to do. People are starting to pour out of the trains because they're fucking freaked out by this mantid situation. Because they saw a lot of the mantids. Once this dance-off started, a bunch of them jumped down and then quickly ran off because they were way intimidated. These two were the only two that were like, yeah, we got this. Um, And so the uh, people on the train are like, oh my god, we have to defend ourselves. 
And so what we see is a number of people who are mostly like fancy folk, but they're getting off train and they're like pulling their their short swords or some of the fancy folk are, you know, like getting a wand out or whatever. And they're getting ready to attack the zombie mantids because that, you know, they don't entirely know what's going on. They're just like, oh, we're under attack. Um, so people are porting out of the train. The vast majority of people are just running for cover towards the back of the train, even though that wouldn't have made any sense had all those mantids still been up there. Uh, they just would have gone to the back of the train and eaten them. Um, but that's what most people are doing. There's maybe like a dozen people moving around or like going into the forest, like, yeah, come here, I'm going to get you. Uh, and there are three people, an elf and two dwarves, are uh, squaring off against the zombie mantids who are actually kind of facing away from them right now. But um, one, uh, the the uh, dwarves look like they're probably brothers. Like they're just, they're facial and the color of their beards, like they look so similar that they're almost certainly related. Um, the um, either father, son, because you can't really tell how old they are or they're brothers or something. And uh, then this uh, elf woman who has a wand in her hand. Uh, but otherwise, the two dwarves both have, like, uh, one has a short sword, one has a hammer, and they're just... But they're also, all three of them are in fancy clothes, right? These are, like, rich people. But um, So these are, like, are they? do they look like they're maybe the bodyguards of other people, or are they just kind of the more... I, I don't know how combat to worthy of the rich people. Okay. I mean, there, there are three people who got off the train ready for a fight. And okay. uh, yeah, they, they're not wearing like house Orient colors. They're not. Um, yeah. You actually don't see any of the train guard uh, out in the field or in the grass. So um, yeah. Um, I come forward um, with my, you know, conductor suit. All right, folks. It's all right. If everybody will please return to the train or, Oh, we, wait, did we decide we wanted to get them off the train or is I don't it, remember. players? Did we decide what we were going to try? I think that was our goal because we didn't know how much, how much collateral damage there might be. Okay. Eventually went toe to toe. Okay. So then I say, all right, folks, if you'll head, if you'll, if you'll uh, come towards me, uh, we've got a safe, a safe clearing over here. Just, just follow the sound of my voice. I, I'm going to try and get them to come towards me. Uh, okay, I'm going to have you do a parlay roll. Okay. So and what is that person's int? Roll plus charisma. Charisma. Oh shit. And I'm going to give you. Is a, I'm going to give you a plus one for your clever costume. Oh, why? Thank you. But do I also do I also get a plus one for the heist thingy that I have? Yes, this is directly acting on your your plan for the heist. Okay. So I got a nine with my plus two. Okay. Uh, is that uh, does anybody feel qualified to help in this endeavor? I, I feel like Ventus is busy. Um, but I'd be open to whatever Zay or Alibas think they could do to back up this argument of that one of the conductors is saying, "All right, come on, conductors, let's get, get like get everyone off the train." Um, that's that's essentially what you're doing, right, Nix? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 
just trying to BS them, trying to BS them to uh, into not, us not having to fight them. So if anyone <laughs> wants to roll help, uh, we only need the, the plus one that a help could give. Um, but you don't have to, because rolling aid will also put you in danger, potentially. Didn't But didn't um, Zay also give us a plus one? Or was that only for I, her? I don't think... Yeah, the, uh, Zay is uh, the only one to benefit from the, uh, the oh, plus okay. one from Discern Realities. Okay. I'm like, do it. Can I get another plus one? <laughs> With your... Because um, you have the soothing presence of Paladin Authorita. Oh, yeah. I mean, maybe... Uh, Alabas, do you want to step in and... and a backup Nix's claim. Oh, we need your volume. You're also muted. You're on mute and you I'm got also it. on mute, guys. Were you on mute? Uh, I, I was totally was on mute. Um, I feel like he would not have like a real good grasp of the whole train situation in the sense of how it works. So he'd be kind of like, let's move away from the train because it might like explode and stuff. And we want to make sure that everybody's okay. <laughs> okay. You know, because of the hot rock and stuff. Uh, like let's that. roll plus your bonds with, uh, Nyx. And so that's just plus one. I think everyone had okay. one bond with everyone else. So. He's like, see. stay away from the railing mm-hmm. stuff, you know. Uh, that would be, I got a plus two from the, from the bond and then the other one ongoing. You have two bonds so, with Nyx? No, but I thought we had a plus one because we we're doing the heist. Oh yeah, so yeah, because I get a, I give a plus one to everybody. Yeah, for so everybody. you have so one then, bond, one from bond, and one from heist. So, so I got a nine. Okay, total. That's great. So that means you give Nick's a plus one, but on a seven to nine, you also expose yourself to danger, retribution, or cost. And so, I think what happens is, you know, a number of the conductors see this and they're not sure what to do and then suddenly this paladin is up like oh yes the this way i we're here to help um more eloquently than that but no probably not not too much more because he he rolled fire rails (laughs) stuff however uh as the train has fully come to a stop the um i I forget if we talked about this before have you all seen fern gully yes Yes, you, I you just know the, rewatched it. Okay, well, there's the, when the sludge monster comes out of the machine and is like reaching around and, and pulling itself along, and Tim Curry sings, oh. which really shouldn't ever happen, but it keeps happening. Oh, I loved it. It should always happen. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> His number in the worst witch is like the best part of the movies. Mm. Okay, I, I seen we just yet, became like... best friends. Um, yes. Okay, so <laughs> pulling back. Uh, the elemental having stopped the train, you know, like went back into the train engine for a second and now is like coming out of the nooks and crannies with these lightning tendrils that are more almost solid in how they appear. Uh, and it's pulling itself up out of the top of the train. Some of it's just like phasing right through the material of the train. Uh, and it's, it's up and it's looking right at Alabas. And it just hisses in this, like, snapping, uh, horrible kind of, like, voice of, uh, liar! And, uh, is getting ready to leap at Alabas. So, uh, the conductors are all very confused now. They're like, 
uh, is the elemental talking? <laughs> like that's for some of them. That's just number one surprise of like what the like this is basically a machine. What is it doing? Um, but uh, the most of the conductors have now are, are at least running towards where Nick's wanted them to go. And um, but the cost is Alabas. You have also drawn the ire of the lightning elemental. That can't be good. So. Um. Yeah, I think the description of events: the lightning ele- elemental is about to strike Alabas, and yeah, the conductors, most of the train staff, everyone's running for the the cover of the woods. You can't see if anyone's still on the train because it's all enclosed. But um, most of the passengers are running to the back of the train. Uh, so, oh, and those three have come out to fight the zombie. Uh, Mantids. So, who would like to do something? Um, uh, Oh, go ahead. Oh, uh, Nyx is just going to continue doing what they're doing, trying to get the innocence out of the way. Yeah, that'll probably Um, take a minute. That makes sense. Um, Not all train conductors move at the same speed. So, you know, some of them are older. Some of them have been doing this a long time. Some of them sit down professionally and are not used to running around. So, uh, you know, it's, it takes some time to get everyone moving. Uh, uh, what were you going to say, Alibas? It seems like this elemental has gone mad. I have to defend myself. <laughs> it's coming right for us. <laughs> nice yeah, read, Velma. Right before you run. <laughs> okay. So... <laughs> Whatever should we do? All right, so you've got a couple options. You could try to stand in defense with the defend move, or you could go on the attack uh, with a a hack and slash. Because this, you know, this, like, physical representation of lightning is sort of, like, crawling down out of the... um, train and you know getting onto the grass the grass sizzles wherever it touches down um i'm gonna look at my moves real quick okay if you don't mind no i don't mind uh i will say it um it is as it steps down onto the grass it starts to take a slightly more humanoid form although Mm -hmm. it's kind of like um like a cross between like spawn and doc octopus and um what what's the um symbiote one? Venom. Venom, yeah. So carnage? it's Carnage? Oh, more like that Carnage, really, because it's it's got two arms and two legs, but then all of these like you know, tendrils reaching out that are like stabbing like lightning strikes, but it's a it's a physical manifestation of lightning. Does that make sense? Uh he will yes. defend. Okay. Let's roll. And grace for the attack. Yeah, I like he it. sounds like a character from a book series that I'm ashamed to admit having read. So, <laughs> Twilight. Uh, oh no! All of- no, it's uh, it's a second series by the same author that did the Anita Blake series. Oh, I don't know. Um, it. yeah, but that's cool. Yeah. So he anyway. has um. There are no new ideas. Defender. <laughs> what what was that? Yes, staunch staunch defender. So it says you always get a plus one hold even on a six minus. Okay. And we got plus two, or plus one right now? Plus one. So we got a nine. Okay. 
Uh, so on a seven and nine, hold one, and uh, you can uh, stand in defense. Now, you don't have to use this right now, but you could spend your hold to redirect an attack from that thing to yourself. So you could step in for somebody who's reasonably close to you. Uh, mm -hmm. You can cut an attack's effect uh, or damage in half. Um, you can open the attacker up for an ally to have a, a, a shot. Uh, or you can deal damage to the attacker equal to your level. So you could just do eight damage to it whenever you choose if you want to spend that okay. hold. And then if you okay. defend again, you might get more holds. But that's you've got one hold to spend when you like. Do you want to spend it right now or do you want to wait to see what happens next? I want to wait to see what happens because plus one forward, it would be for the remainder of the combat. No, that's plus one ongoing. It's just plus one okay, cool. until you choose to use it. So Okay, cool. And then when you use it, it's used up. Yeah, I'll hold my defend to see what the best use of it is for right now. But he's definitely like, everybody can tell that like he's putting his shield down and bracing for the, for the impact. Your, oh yeah, your new shield, right? That's, mm -hmm. uh, uh, attracts spells. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I should say you have a, let's describe it this way. You have a situational additional hold, uh, that could be used for, uh, the first two options on defend. Do you have that open there? Yeah, I'm looking at it. All right. So you have one hold that could be used for anything, and you have another hold that could be used for the first two. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Thank you. So you just have to tell me which one you want to use. But we'll say that's part of the shield rules is whenever you stand in defense, you will also generate one hold that can be used for those first two options. Um, although... It doesn't stack. So if you don't use it and then you stand in defense again, you you just you still have one. Still hold. good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what is uh, what's Zay doing? I am going to use um, know your enemy. Oh, is that a basic move or one of your moves? It is an arcane. Oh, okay. Cool. What's it do? Uh, when you reencounter someone who has wronged you. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I can roll int. Yep. Um, so I'm going to roll my int. Yeah, and this thing, it's it's snapping, hissing voices. You. No. And uh, I got an eight. Okay. So I. Uh, Is that with your plus wait, one? No. Hold on. I got a 10. Oh. Oh, my. Uh, I only added some of the pluses. <laughs> um, so I got a 10, so I get to choose two. I am going to um, taunt my rival into revealing something they did not mean to mm -hmm. and gain a key insight into their fighting style. Oh, okay, I like that. Uh, now, just to double check, discern realities... Okay, it does say plus one forward, so you will now have used up your, your plus one from the discern mm -hmm. realities roll. We always have the heist plus one, because this whole thing is about, you know, unless you want to go roll the dice to do a high dive off the cliff, that's not related to your heist. <laughs> but uh, Unless it's escaping with the bubble. Oh, yes, you're absolutely right. I would give you that. Um, 
And it's not like, by the way, yeah, I think we said the cliff's like 50 feet or something. That I think cliff divers do 50 feet, right? Like that's, let's see. Yeah. Maximum cliff I do like 100. Let's see. Oh, 59 to 85 feet is the, and oh, and then cliff divers sometimes jump 148 feet above the water. So yeah, 50 mm-hmm. is certainly not. 50 the, is like beginners. Oh, competitive <laughs> is 59 to 85. So yeah, 50 is is like you're practicing for the event. <laughs> However, I do none not of you, volunteer. None of you are that. trained cliff divers. So <laughs> I really I do hope not somebody volunteer does to that. even role play that. <laughs> I mean, you just got to hit the water, right? Although I do have a feat that says escape route. When you're in too deep and you need a way out, name your escape route and roll a dex. There you go. I'm open yeah. to it. <laughs> well, we've got that in our back pocket. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> let's go back to Ventus. Uh, your uh, zombie mantids are about to get jumped from behind by these these three adventurer types. Oh, wait, sorry, uh, Zay. I... I want to taunt them into revealing something and gain a key insight. Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. My, my brain is just fried today. Um, okay, it's only the second time you've ignored her. <gasps> it's rude. I apologize. <laughs> okay. Um, the, uh, okay, so you wanted to taunt them into revealing something, and what was the other thing? Gain a key insight into their fighting style. Okay, so let's do the fighting style first. Uh, this thing is, its fighting style is... I'm better than you, <laughs> right? Like it doesn't rude. It doesn't care about fighting style. Like it's just going to step up and stab everyone with lightning. Like that's it, <laughs> right? Um, so would you call it a I'd... tank then, or a DOT, more of a DPS? It's like... everything. It's everything. It's it's At the least OP. We know it's not sneaky. It's the OP <laughs> like raid boss that is just ridiculous. Um, you, you've got the thing where everyone's running around. No one's figured out what they're supposed to do. This raid boss is just like eliminating people left and right. Like it's a good thing Nix is busy because I am a Leroy Jenkins. So, <laughs> <laughs> amen. Uh, but um, so that's its fighting style is. Um, but I think that's also an insight into its uh, uh, like a weakness. Is that the phrasing? Uh, it- sure taunt them into revealing something they did not mean to. Uh, yeah, so the the fact is that it, it seems like they can attack everywhere at once, but they actually can get distracted. Like, they are not this omniscient being. They want everyone to think they are, and but the a lot of these, like, blasts that are happening already is for show and intimidation. It's not actually carefully targeting everything. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Like it does have like it can't see behind it. It's not, you know, it's not this omniscient being that it wants. It's trying to intimidate all of you. Uh, so that's uh, that's what you're faced with. Did I cover all of the things? Yes. <laughs> I feel so bad. Thank I you. skipped over that. I'm sorry. Um, the. Um, Something else I was going to have you all of you roll because it is like trying to intimidate you and there's a thing you can roll. Um, Oh yeah, I need everyone to defy danger. Um, And you can pick uh, what I don't want to allow. Let's see. I'm fine with 
int, wisdom, charisma, or con. You can't use strength or dex unless you can explain to me somehow how you're overcoming the intimidation by being strong as opposed to tough or dexterity somehow. I, I don't know what that would be, but I'm, you know, you can make, make your pitch. But everyone has to roll defy danger using one of those stats. 13. What stat did you use? Charisma, because it's the only one I have that's decent. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, you're you're facing off. You know, you have your mantids, the adventurers over there. You've scared off all the other mantids, and this thing comes out. It's kind of like behind where you were set up because you were controlling the mantids. Uh, and yeah, you you're able to keep it together. You can feel it like you. It's trying to rattle you, and uh, it just you you shed that impression. So, uh, Alabas, what'd you get? What did I you roll, and what did you get? A 12 and, what and he used con uh-huh so he basically has like one of his uh the symbols of his deity and he's basically like it's like in the center of his chest and he's basically like channeling his like like the power of nature and like kind of like his religion through his holy symbol to like yeah, put like sure. a barrier around him yeah, in storms between, are like, part of nature yeah. Yeah. If anything, this is like a perverted part of nature, right? Like it's like mm-hmm. lightning's a normal thing that happens in nature. So, um, yeah. yeah, I think your your con then is that you are um, unmoved like by the fact faith. that, yeah, you know, these mm-hmm. like lightning stabs. It's not really shooting lightning at you. It's these tendrils, like like tentacle type things that it's stabbing down at the ground. And it hits you a couple times, but you are grounded. You're literally, you know, you're just like. Nope, take it. A bunch of it hits your shield. Mm-hmm. You could see it's like coming to like hit the ground and try to intimidate you, but it arcs and bangs into your shield instead and you just knock it aside and yeah. So you're you're good to go. Um how about uh Zay? I got a ten using my int. Oh, interesting. Okay. So yeah, you you are able to and actually this kind of makes sense for what you've done so far, is you're starting to pick apart like I know what you are. Like this is this is some Wizard of Oz shit, <laughs> you know. Like, yeah, you're full of crap, <laughs> and and yeah, you you're seeing it go after Alabas, and you're starting to pull apart. Like I know these lines of energy. This okay, you are just an elemental. Like it's it's trying to be like I am a god, and you're like no, that's not true. Uh, that's impossible. Uh, so. Oh. <laughs> Um, the, uh, oh, the last one is, uh, Nyx. Yes. What were the ones that you said we would have to argue? Uh, well, con, int, whiz, or charisma, uh, are acceptable without argument. Uh, strength or dexterity would require some convincing. So here's why you should let me use dexterity. Um, because... <laughs> um, because it's the only way I make the roll. Um, Let's make no, a actually, deal. I, yeah. Why? Why dexterity? Why dexterity? Versus um, specifically versus, it's not attacking you, right? That would make sense. Dexterity right. would be like, oh yeah, I'm going to jump out of the way. It's trying to intimidate you, and so I'm open to because, the argument. You just gotta gotta give me something. So 
because Nix's fear response reflexively when they observe something new is to try to mimic what they've seen very quickly so that they can tell if it's something that if it's something that they can produce they they know that they can beat it mm-hmm. so when nick sees the little uh the display that the elemental puts on they do this kind of little check-in with their muscles like could we do that and their muscles are like yeah yeah i mean you could do method. you could do the display but you can't turn your body into lightning <laughs> No, no, I can't turn my body into lightning, but I, but like they, they kind of feel around in their body and are like, yeah, no, that's, that's within the realm of our understanding of how things work. Okay. I'm open to dexterity with a minus one. Okay. Well, that it is a, thank you very much. I appreciate that. Okay. Um, then I got a nine no matter what. Okay. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't think this is something we could do a help roll on, but uh, a, a nine is good, but okay. there's a stumble, hesitation, or flinch. And so sure. um, I think it, it's not that you have to go bolting into the woods, but um, mm-hmm. it is the in-between, right? So we'll have to do something. Uh, well, maybe they keep they just continue to lead the because pe- they were trying to get all the innocent people out of the way. Mm-hmm. So maybe they just stay with the group for oh. a little bit. <laughs> yeah, they go a little bit longer than they meant to with all the other tra- train yeah. staff into the woods. Yeah. Like, yeah, okay. <laughs> like, until basically until they can get themselves centered again, they're like, "Oh, yeah. this is my job. I'm protecting innocent people. It's important." Does anybody else have the whole musical Into the Woods just rolling around in the back of your head right now? Because I do. <clears throat> Fly birds yep. back to the sky. Yeah. Agony. <laughs> that's, that's I played so Jack's mom in that show. I love that show. Oh, cool. Yeah, I like it too. Um, okay, so yeah, you, you're a little bit shaken. You could turn it back and come back whenever you're ready. But uh, yeah, you, you're just like, also dexterity is good for running away. <laughs> and oh, wow. So you, yeah, you make sure all the conductors and everyone are sort of getting out of the, the area um, and probably go a little bit further with them than you intended to. Yeah. So that's no, fine. No, no. Okay. <laughs> I, all right, everybody stay here. Right. Stay here. Okay, uh, that, I'll that's go a good for call. help. So it's just going to take you a second to get back and, <laughs> yeah. and deal with that. Uh, okay, so Ventus, what are you doing about this uh, this group squaring off with the mantids? So I'm going to look at them. I'm going to look at the three individuals, yeah. and I'm going to state, don't touch them, they're mine. Hmm. So let's intimidate them. Do you have something other than parlay to use? Any special moves? Okay. If there was just no, one of them, I would give you a plus one. But there's three versus the you know two zombies and you. They they think they have a chance. So we'll just do a regular charisma check. Yeah, that's fine. I'm just double checking. That's the problem with uh, paper is that I can't scroll down as easily. Mm. Uh, so a nine plus a three is a twelve. Yes, it is. Okay. Uh, so there. Um, yeah, I think it just makes sense. They're, they, like, take in the situation, they realize that those things chased off all the rest of them, and that 
you're in control of those and you like demonstrate that you're like, you know, turn them around and be like, don't. <laughs> uh, and they just say the, the, um, one of the dwarves, uh, slaps the elf on the shoulder. So apparently the, the three of these know each other. Uh, this is like, yeah, we're, we're not paid to be here. Let's get it. Let's go. Like nobody paid us to do this. And, and they just turn around and they don't like sprint away, but they do a sensible jog <laughs> to uh, clear some distance between whatever the hell's going on over here. Like these are not trained employees. <laughs> They're not interested in what's going on. Uh, so that's, that's well done. You did it. Um, but we still have a lightning elemental to deal with. So, um, if no one else is up after I, cause I'm, I'm basically casually just saying their mind, don't touch it. I assume that they're going to listen. Like I'm not even following through to keep eye contact. Sure. Maybe that confidence is what pushed them over the edge. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Like their mind, don't touch them. Yeah. And then I'm going to look back at the, at the lightning elemental after his fantastic display, realizing that it's all just pomp and or circumstance. And then, um, well, I don't know if Ventus has that understanding of this thing. Well, I sloughed it off. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. You you ignored the intimidation. Yeah. Yeah. So suck it. Yep. Is what I'm mentally telling this person this thing. Um, but I I look at it and I say, "Tell me your name so I know who I'm about about to destroy." Um. It uh, it whips around and attacks you instead. So I'm going to um, redirect an attack from the thing you defend to yourself, and I'm gonna. Can I wait to see how much damage it does, or do I got to do that now? Mm, let me double check. I, I mean, I don't really mind. Um, you're defending. Depend on the type of attacker. Um, you know, I think uh, I think we can dish out the damage beforehand. Uh, however, it uh, it attacks Ventus with just a hail of these lightning stabs, right? Mm-hmm. And so it's it's like eight or ten attacks. You could defend all of them or half of them. Like one hold will defend half of those attacks because it's just so many. Uh, or okay. you can use both of your holds, because that's in the top two, right? Yeah. Yeah, you can use both of your holds and defend the whole thing, but you're going to take some damage. So it's your choice. We're not Let's go ballsy. Can I have the attack effect on both of them? Because they're both in the top two? Uh, yeah. Yeah. So you're going to take oh, wait, half no, of it? no, because I would have to redirect... No, I would have to redirect on all of them, right? Oh, yeah, because they're not aimed at you. Yes. Yeah, right. he'll just redirect all of them to him. Yeah, okay. All of it? Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. Okay. Well, let's... Rich, but not way. smooth. Oh, yucky. Okay. Well, that's that's 11. Um, he has armor of 5. Oh, okay. You take 6. Yeah. All right, sweet. I'm glad. I forgot you had so much armor. I was like, oh, no. What have I done? 
Um, he also, uh, one of the advances I took was, um, one of the things that gives him plus two armor when he's on a quest. So he's at five. Great. Yeah. Reason why you're a tank. <laughs> yep. And the healer and the fighter. <laughs> I mean, some of us hit things yeah. sometimes. Uh, who would, <laughs> so, uh, you all see the elemental just rain like all of these attacks coming straight for ventus and then the whole thing is bent as uh what, what does it look like uh alabas when you step up and and like pull all those attacks do you race in in between the thing and ventus or do you like somehow like magically redirect it or what what does that look like i think it's probably a combination of both okay because like his instinct would be to be the protector to get in between the elemental and ventus yeah but then, like, this newly added shield, because it has the ability to be able to, um, like, bring in the spells to it, that, like, he threw him, like, he kind of, like, um, threw himself in front of the lightning, and then the shield kind of did some work on top of that, that he was kind of like, oh, that's cool, because he doesn't necessarily know what it yeah, does. Yeah, okay. So you, like, dashed in that direction, and you're like, oh, I'm not mm-hmm. going to make it, and then the rest of it is, like, slams into your shield. And yeah, I, I mean, six damage is not inconsequential either, right? So you, you know, you you mm-hmm. get shoved back, and your your feet dig furrows in the dirt, you know, mm-hmm. in the grass and the dirt as you're shoved like three feet back from the impact of these just rapid strike uh, lightning tendrils. Yeah, I could see like the lightning like arcing like around like his shoulders and mm. like kind of like his arm where the impact was. Yeah, getting mm-hmm. some some taser action in there. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, who would like to do a thing, given that? The, the elemental has not, like, spun around or anything else. It just looks like it's going to, like, try to eat him. So it's, it's up to you I'd all. I'd like to. Okay. Zay? I'm going to go in and, uh, and do blade work here. Yeah. And I am going to... Um, Hurricane Slash. Mm. And let's see how that does. Well, I got a seven, so yay for that. Okay. Uh, what does the move say? <laughs> and choose one of the following. So first, my damage, which is... And apply two techniques. I am going to um, make it an elaborate attack. Mm -hmm. And... What monster did not alphabetize these? And I'm going to... um, It's going to be elaborate and torrential. Okay. So uh, the elaborate is... uh, I need to roll a dex. Mm -hmm. So hopefully this goes better. Uh. And then my dex is yay! So I got ten on that. Oh, good. So, um, so I deal D8. an additional d eight. Yeah. 
So hopefully that goes. No one else has done damage to it yet, right? This is like our first actual attack. Okay, that's what I thought. Uh, I did a seven extra damage. Okay, and what what's your base damage? Two. Oh, okay. So we're at eleven or nine? Yeah. Okay. Yes. <laughs> that first one real sucked. <laughs> it was real bad. Eh, what are you gonna do? <laughs> um. And then the torrential. And torrential is it ends with a flurry of strikes that my opponent must dedicate effort to blocking or avoiding. Okay. They, uh, so they either need to, like, if they attack me in response, I deal my damage again. Mm-hmm. And then if they, uh, or they, they block and there's no extra damage. Um, they, uh, so I'm going to say this move allows you to discover that they're able to do a bit of both, right? Because there's, like a gajillion tendrils or oh, there's like 12 of them but whatever um they're uh it, it, we're gonna have to land in between so like it's gonna um uh, like counterattack you as as part of like you know hack and slash but it's gonna take half of the free damage that you get to do um, okay. because it's just everywhere at once and it's so fast i am uh I don't remember how we did this last time. Sorry about it. But, oh, um, well, you're just, just going to, whatever your regular uh, class damage is. I, I don't remember if we re-rolled or if I just. I think the class damage isn't a die roll, right? It's a. Oh, yeah. Your base damage, damage is, is D8. D8. Yeah, yeah. So just re- yeah, roll a new D8. A brand new die. It can't be one you've already used. That's a sin. <laughs> it was a one, so that. Was- well, I'm still going to apply one. I'll give you the minimum. <laughs> wow, point uh, five rounded up. That's and- bad luck. Yeah, uh, yeah. And then I need you to pick the rest of the stuff from. I'm going to move to get slash. a clear shot, placing me in danger. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. So you and um, uh, uh Alabas are. Squaring off, and it is going to do its counterattack damage from uh, hack and slash because that's what happens. And its damage is just going to be this because it can't attack you with everything. So seven minus your armor. I'm sorry, were you attacking me or? Uh, yeah, it's his. Like whenever you do uh, an attack that you like, you attack each other. Uh, okay, uh, my armor is one. Okay, so you take six. All right. Um, Let's go to either... Well, Nix, I think you're probably going to have to go last because you went running off into the woods. Not too far, but uh, let's check with Ventus. Um, I'm still rather disappointed that it didn't have the gumption to introduce itself. Um, you know, it's just sheer politeness at this point that I would, so that I can notify it's next of kin. Um, so at this point... Uh, well, I, sh- I should state, you know, being a magic user, you would know if you knew its name, you would be able to banish it. Yeah. So it's probably not I mean, going to tell you that. <laughs> one can try. 
and one can still be disappointed. You could try to uh, do a, like a mind reading spell on a being of pure lightning and see how that works out. Uh, <laughs> um, I'd like to see how it goes. Yeah, yeah, please, please, can we have wizard marshmallows? Um, what I am going to do is something along those lines. Um, and I'm going to cast a spell, Feeble Minded. Uh, I look at the creature and then rend its mind with terrible power, shattering its intellect and personality. Hmm. While the spell is ongoing, the creature cannot cast spells, use complex items, understand language, or even communicate in an intelligible way. Okay. So, um, yeah. So let's try that. Yeah. What's the role for that? Uh, it's my normal cast a spell. Okay. So that is a 2d6. And I've got all kinds of redonkulous. Oh, 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 oh. oh no. <laughs> oh, no. What, what has happened? Snake eyes or boxcars? Boxcars. Okay. So because of my um, patron stuff, I took the greater empowered patronage. So on a... 10 plus, I can go into debt. On a 12 plus, I can choose one for free. Um, the spells, if the spells' effects are doubled, but so like he's double dumb. Like I don't know how that'll work, but mm, yeah, don't pick that one. I, I don't think there's an application for that. The other one is the spells' targets are doubled. So unless like I want Alabas to just sit there confused and drooling, I don't. Like I, there's another. There's no other yeah. enemy area, is there? Not not yet. Okay. All right. Well, then I don't need to do that. But yes, so I have I have rendered this thing feeble-minded. Okay. Okay. I have an idea of what that means. So, uh, however, there is a, a, a counteraction uh, even having just cast a spell. When you connect to its mind, <clears throat> it's sort of like... Um, Licking a giant nine volt. I like that. <laughs> As like your the words of power, you know, leave through your your spell casting, and it's like like you ate it, right? Like it's it goes through your mouth into your body. Uh, and uh, you're gonna take. Oh no, that's its full attack. You're gonna take a full. I'm attack. in charge. Uh, you're gonna take four. Uh, but it bypasses any armor that you have, so. Okay. I, I didn't think you had armor. I just wanted to. That's an important point about that. So, uh, it it uh, do you have hair? I want a like elephant yeah. with a full mullet. Is <laughs> you can make that character. You can do whatever you want. I have um, they're tiny little hairs, like your oh, arm hair. Yeah, but they're like all over my trunk and mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, like normal elephant hairs. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, all of that stands on end, but it was probably standing on end anyway. <laughs> um, but it is noticeable, right? So all of you see Ventus cast a spell. You've seen Ventus cast dozens of spells. This is a normal thing that happens all the time. But you also see, for probably for the first time ever, all of you see the spell connect with the elemental, and then it creates feedback. And, you know, Ventus takes a step back as this, like, snapping electricity passes through his head and 
you know, he's not falling over or anything, but uh, how many hit points do you have total? Not over a great question that you want to hear from your GM. Well, no, I'm trying to get a, like a percentage impact, you know. Uh, it took about a third. I've got 15 hit points. Yeah, so so that's yeah. like a pretty big hit, right? Like that's that that is something everyone would notice as you you know you've been pushed back a step and you're a little dazed, not literally in, in any sort of like game sense, but I'm yeah, that's a lot. So um, yeah, you you just got some some snapback on that. Um, so it also has uh, turned. To face Juventus, and uh, you can hear it, it's like crackling voice. How about you tell me your name instead? And its its tendrils are reaching for Ventus. Can I do the defend again? Uh, yeah, you'll have to roll for that. Wait. Uh, that would be a 11. Okay. Uh, so you so that get means three. I'm looking at the wrong move. Yes, you get three hold, and you can spend one right now to uh, do something about it. Oh, and you yeah, actually so get, get the one from the shield. Yes, you get one more for the top two options. So you have four hold, one of which is restricted. Can I double up on the? You can only spend one hold. Then, if it's attacking him, I will redirect it to myself. Okay, yeah, you you leap. You were already kind of near each other anyway, and mm-hmm. yeah, and you actually see this thing rage as its, uh, you know, attacks rain down on, and they like curve to hit Alibus, and it's just like it's seething right as just mm-hmm. attacks rain down and rain down and rain down, and um, let's, uh, you know, actually, I was looking up like, I don't, I don't think there is anything that restricts you to just one hold like i think you can spend as many of them as you want um when oh no no, no. okay it is clear uh, when the thing you defend is attacked you may spend hold one for one to choose an option so uh yeah so that's it's one at a time so uh let's uh let's, let's roll the damage Uh-oh. Uh, no, man. That's uh 12. So that's another 7. Yeah. Sorry. That was a lot. Um, okay. Okay. Uh, it, uh, yeah, so it just rains lightning down on Alabas again. And it uh, now looks like it is making an effort to... It, it's basically trying to grapple with Alibas. So it's just raining attacks down and you're, you know, bearing up under those blows. But now it's it's hitting, hitting, hitting. And then it's it's wrapping tendrils around your shield and it's trying to pull the shield mm-hmm. away from you. Because it's correctly identified what the what the problem is here. Um, but uh, that's that's what everyone could see is it's... All of these different tendrils, four tendrils have now wrapped around the edge of the shield and Alabas. You can see the edges of this like solid lightning grabbing at the shield and starting to try to pull it away from you. Um, Just remember, it has no intellect. 
Uh, yeah, yeah. It, it, I think this is a pretty like instinctual thing to do. Is just give me that. <laughs> um, he's around half health, so I could see like the lightning starting to like sear his skin a little bit. Mm. Like as it's like as he's like putting himself in between him and Ventus and the way it's like grappling around him, like it's starting to like he's starting to see like black marks where his skin is actually starting to burn from all the oh, lightning yeah. strikes. Yeah, and you're you're an elf, right? Yeah, yeah, cool. And he looks like he's probably not having a good time. Does he have like a beard or anything? No. Okay. But yeah, okay. So we see we're seeing electrical burns show up. Um, let's let's get back to Nix and see what's happening. Yeah. So uh, Nix comes out of the forest and sees what their friends what's happening. Um, and their first instinct is to try and shoot the elemental, uh, with their bow. Mm-hmm. So, that is a volley, which mm-hmm. is dex. Yep. So that's going to be a total of ten. Oh, nice. Okay. Yes. Uh, so yeah, you have a clear shot, you deal your damage. Uh, what is that? Uh, it's whatever your whatever the rogue class damage is. Uh, I'll look or thief. I mean, yeah, it's thief damage D eight. Yeah. Okay. Don't roll like Pooja. I rolled a five. That's better than Pooja. <laughs> <laughs> well, technically, that second D eight worked out great. It was just the two <laughs> other uh, ones. That's true. That is true. Um, <laughs> and. Uh, Oh yeah, and you don't have to pick any of those because you got a ten plus, so that's that's good. Good job. Um, normally, it would even be able to counterattack a volley, but it is somewhat stupefied, so uh, it's not able to use that ability. Um, so yeah, Nix goes <gasps> pew and like rolls to try and get closer, but hidden. Uh, oh, and you know what it'll do is this is actually revealed to you. You fire the arrow, and you see the spark travel up to the arrow and back to you. It just peters out before it can get to you because you could see this thing as, like, its eyes. It's, it's like, face is unfocused, and it's dazed, and it's, like, grabbed onto the shield, and it's partially falling away and, and like, wobbly. And you could see this thing was trying to counterattack you, but it couldn't get it all the way to you. So Great. Uh yeah, your your arrow hits it, and you all see this arrow embed in. It is not flesh, but it is hurt. Right, you, you've hurt this thing. Um, it it is just made of of that like blue white energy, but is solid. So, um, yeah. Do I have um, time to also, like I said, kind of roll away and try and get closer, but hidden? I don't see so why can- not. Stabby stab? Yeah, okay. let's try that. All right. So that's what I'm going to try to do is, is like, pe- peek out, pew, dive roll, sneak, 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 and then attack next time it's my turn. Yeah. If you're, wanna, if you're going to want to come up with, like, a knife or something, I'm going to say we probably have to drop the bow as opposed to, like, carefully put it away. But you could drop okay. it in your hiding spot. That's, I mean, you know, you, like, yeah. roll the hide, drop the bow, get your knives out, you know, that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, that's what I would like to do. Okay, cool. So yeah, you're getting ready for that. Um, did, did you roll your sneak? 
Did you say that? No. Oh, okay. I did not. Let's do that. Um, is that just a is that just two d six plus dex or what is that? Yeah, I I don't know. Is there a sneak no. move? <laughs> I no, think it's, it's there's defy no, danger. It's defy. Okay. Yeah. And that would definitely be a dex. I would. <laughs> uh, ten. Nice. Yeah, you yeah. you totally uh, hide from this thing, and it's it's right. also like not paying super good attention right now anyway. So. Um, right. All right, the uh, uh, the thing now is uh, dragging. It's it's trying to pull on Alabasta's shield, but it's clear that it's more like it, it's acting more drunk than anything because um, it like staggers to the side, and the one thing it's able to do is like keep holding on to the shield, and um, it looks like it's going to. Headbutt Alabas, in spite of the fact of having twelve different ways to attack, is yeah. just gonna go. And, can, uh, can I jump in and send my zombie mantids to actually like scrape it off the shield? Yeah, try to like uh, uh, bull rush it from the side. Yeah, yeah. Pull, pull a clever girl on them. Um, let's do that as a um, as a spell casting check. I like that. That's a verb. <laughs> I'm gonna clever girl them. <laughs> um, if it's a straight spell casting, it's an eleven. If it's an actual like me casting a spell, it's a ten because no. I'm at negative one because of the feeble minded. Uh, no, 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 no. It's just a. It's it's not a literal spell casting. We're just using the spell in a kind of a weird way to you know get in there and do something. But yeah, a ten is great. This these two run in there they like time their tackle just right they hit it together and the two of them knock this thing to the ground and it's it hits the ground and it's a little like um like if you turn a crab upside down and all its legs are like no don't do that although it is not immobilized right like it's gonna get back up everybody um but these two things are on it now and they're just like like trying to trying to hurt it they're not really hurting it it's burning them just like being in contact with it. So also we can all see, let's maybe not try to wrestle it. Um, so, uh, but also Rob, I should ask, do you want them to stay on it and keep hitting it? Or sh- are they supposed to like knock it down and roll away and keep going? Uh, I'm going to use them as, as like knock and go. Like they're, they're going to be, they're going to be more stealth. Because that's the way I've seen the mantids kind of fight in the past. Um, but I just want to clarify: if you get knocked down, do you get up again? Mm-hmm. Yep. Are we never going to keep it down? Correct. Yeah. Okay, just checking. I drink a whiskey drink. Yeah. <laughs> so long as you don't get stupefied. Yep. Stupefied. Uh, nice. Uh, does it say how long that spell lasts, Rob? What feeble-mindedness? Yeah. Uh, it does until I let it go. So it's like a concentration spell. Yeah, and that's why some kind of time I'm, limit, like hours yeah. or something. Uh, there's Question. no time limit. It's it's um, uh, the spell ends when I leave their presence or I let it go. Okay, well let that's probably not going to be a hundred percent the case with an extra dimensional uh, lightning creature. Uh, rules is written, Jason. Uh huh. Do I get to use one of my defense um, thingies for that? For it getting knocked over? Like Do you want to defend the me? elemental? 
Well, I was just wondering how it worked since it was aggressively coming towards me or my shield. Oh, well, no, it got knocked down. It's it's like a okay, I just wanted to make right sure. Now. Yeah, it's 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 like on its back, and then the mantids roll away, and it's like trying to get back up. Now it's just not very coordinated. So, um, yeah, it's getting up, and we don't immediately see where it's headed. It's like getting back to its feet, like a prize fighter that's taken one too many to the noggin, and is um, actually using its... You know like how Doc Ock sometimes uses his uh, uh, tentacles to like get up and, and steady himself? Um, it's it's like that. He's got like too many things to prop himself up, and he's looking a little woozy. Um, but um, it's, uh, it, it does look like it's, it's probably going to get its shit together here in a second. So uh, what do you want to do? I want to sneak out and stab. Oh, yeah. Yeah, let's do that. It is definitely uh, a, a live target for you to get to. Um, just don't touch it with your hands. Yeah, so my plan is to stab and ditch the dagger. Mm-hmm. That's like, probably a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> my plan is not to hold onto the dagger because it's metal. Well, I'm sure you're, the handle isn't metal. It'd just be like if you kept holding onto it, it's going to burn through the... Metal, yeah. yeah, the leather yeah. wrap is going to burn away pretty quickly. So Exactly. Uh, yeah. So, um, yes. So I'm going, to try, I'm going to try to backstab it. Okay. Uh, with it, that's a 10. Oh, um, All right. on a 10 plus, choose two. Oh, and I get to roll my damage plus dex. So, my damage plus dex is six. Um, but I can, I can choose two. So I get to, uh, not get into melee, deal damage plus 1d6. Create an advantage plus one, or reduce their armor by one. Um, so I'm going to pick, uh, I don't get into melee with them, and I do an extra 1d6. Okay, so let's roll your, your normal is the d8, yeah, so a d8 plus a d6. Uh, so it's an additional four to my six, making ten. Oh my, that's a lot. Okay. Um, and that's why you play a thief. <laughs> <laughs> and yes, you also successfully keep moving past the most likely place since where you were coming from was the woods. If you want to, you know, get in there, stab, 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 and leave them and go, you would probably find cover at the train is the okay. most like sensible way for me that, that I'm picturing. But I'm I'm open. Like if you were thinking of something else, I'm I'm open to it. Well, I mean, I was imagining I just like stab back in the back, like and, and reverse yeah. back into the woods. Yeah, but also, um, what's uh, what's going on with the train? Like, is there a reason I should be looking at the train? Um, I think, oh, because I wanted the thing. I, I think you're. Stone. I think you're pretty busy to do a, like discern realities and and check out your surroundings at the moment. Um, okay. But uh, if you want, I would let you roll like different realities at disadvantage. So you'd roll three and keep the worst two, keeping in mind that a six minus will have consequences. Yeah. Um, what I'm 
I think... I don't think I'm going to discern realities because I think I would go toward the um, the train anyway because I want that stone. Okay. So, so. You, you stab, you go racing past, you go around the far side of the train. So the train's between you and the lightning monster and you are making your way downtown uh, to... Walking uh, fast. Yeah. to, to you, So you're not in the train yet, but you are currently on your way there. Um, okay. The... Uh, uh, um, Let's Track. um Okay, so who else has uh stuff they want to do? Zay? Uh I am going to do another hurricane slash. While it's there and waiting mm-hmm. on the ground. It is um, standing. It's it's gotten back to its feet. But it is it's yeah, dazed. I mean still still on the ground though. Just not laying on it anymore. Uh-huh. <laughs> Either way, I got an eight with that. And so, uh, once again, damage two techniques and choose a thing. So. Um, j- just a, a quick note. Uh, th- there are some, some good ideas in chat. Um, this thing is a... a- a design uh, that I did a little bit differently because it's not exactly like an error fire elemental. So I've, I've put some notes that are a little bit different from how those work. Uh, those are all good ideas. And I understand where you're, where, where you're coming from. Wait, you changed something? No, I invented something. Oh, Ooh. congratulations. Mm. Good job. Um, I am going to uh, deal my one damage. <laughs> Oh, I'm so sorry. And, uh, it's okay. I am going to uh, soul siphon. Oh, yeah. And that heals me for two. Uh, hold on. Uh, let me look at soul siphon. In this case, it says your attack heals you for 1d4. And if I uh, if it kills my target, then I heal one Assuming oh. that one damage didn't really... No, it, it did not. I'm sorry. But I would uh, like you to roll another d4, please. Okay. I was hoping you'd get an electrical boost. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's four. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, you heal all of that. And Yay. you also feel sort of energized and refreshed. Is that all of your damage? What's did, that? Did you heal all of your damage? Yes, I did. Yeah. Yeah, you, you're like, yeah, you, you'll take a plus one forward on your next attack. So, and I am going to. Uh, My camera's out of focus. I, hey, do the thing. No, I want to run something by you. I okay. have so galvanic is one of the um, is one of the things that I have uh, the effects that I can put onto a attack mm-hmm. and. It says electricity courses through your blade, numbing one of your target's limbs. What I would like to use that for instead of pumping more electricity into the lightning elemental, because that doesn't make sense, is to use it as kind of a partial grounding effect to take out some of its, like it's got all those like lightning things that it's using. As I'm open to it if you either like sacrifice your sword by stabbing it into the ground to leave it there. 
as a as a lightning rod or if you have something else like i just i need a lightning rod action from you so if you have something else you could stab into the ground that's bigger than a knife uh i'm i'm open to it i just have the rapier um you don't have like a whip antenna from your cb radio or anything like that (laughs) um I mean, most of what I carry is not exactly. Sometimes that works. I don't know why my camera's out of focus. <laughs> it's so angry. No one can see my wrinkles. <laughs> Look how young I am. <laughs> they ignore the gray. Filter. <laughs> ignore all the gray. Um, I am... Let me think on that and find something for next Well, oh, that's an excellent point, Master Vitter. Uh, Ventus is bigger than a knife. <laughs> You could just, like, grab Ventus and suplex him into the ground. <laughs> um. uh, but. Ooh. Oh. Uh, you you but, yeah, chopped up a little bit there. What were you saying? Oh, uh, before or after. Oh, no. Uh, no, it's it's fine. I'm going to think on that, and for this time instead, I will... Uh, I'm going to freeze. I'm going to add freezing. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, while I figure out what I can sacrifice that isn't mine. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I, how does your... What does freeze do? It uh, reduces their armor by one. Oh, okay. That's... That's great. Okay. Um, Rob, this thing, uh, if you are maintaining a spell, it is uh, trying to push back. It's it's essentially doing its version of a counter spell. Um, it's not r- literally counter spell, but it's it is trying to shake off the effect, like a saving throw or whatever. Uh, and I'm going to give you a choice. You can either do cast a spell and potentially like to maintain your spell. We could do a cast a spell roll, uh, and we'll just see who wins, right? Uh, or you can cancel the spell and be a hundred percent out of danger. Um, let me think about this for a hot second. Um, uh, where is it? Don't. Oh, here it is. Um, Am I focused yet? No. Uh-uh. No, sir. There's no part of of anything in your camera that's in focus. It's like I, yeah. So yeah. Angry. The background is out of focus. The foreground is out of focus. It's like all the way up here. Oh yeah, there we go. <laughs> One foot away from my camera is is oh that's a little better okay sorry I'm obsessed with this <laughs> uh, okay so actually what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna end the spell but then produce an eldritch blast okay yeah um, so you cancel the spell it uh, you know it's it's like trying to counter attack so to speak. And uh, you you safely you sort of mentally dodge out of the way as it's um, trying to zap you, and uh, yeah, you can now counterattack with your 
uh, Eldritch Blast. So here's the problem. It says Eldritch Blast when you end an ongoing spell immediately and use the energy of its dissipation to blast a foe. The spell ends and you deal your damage plus the level of the ended spell to one enemy you can see. It doesn't tell me what the actual damage of the Eldritch Blast is. Oh, it's your it's your class damage. Your your uh, class should say up by. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so it's a D six. So yeah. a D six plus. I think it's seven. So give me a second. Mm-hmm. Uh, since it does not want to be feeble minded anymore, it can take nine points of damage, and then I think we'll call it even for a second. I don't think my... Oh, no, I do have a type of magic armor. That is true. Okay. Okay. You could tell... uh, that This is probably the most insight anyone's gotten about this thing, but it took about half of that. Um, Based on, you know, you're you're now, like, in a battle of wills with this thing, and you've... Then, you know, counter... it's, It's countering you, and you counter the counter, and, you know, slam it with this Eldritch energy... Uh, you know the the overwhelming knowledge of the stars, and it um, it it sheds about half of that nine damage. So um, I'm going to let the less let the rest of the group know it's it's magically protected at the very least. I don't know if it's physically protected as well or not. Okay, but it is also, it delicious? Uh, yes, magically. Okay. Delicious. Okay. Tear off Lucky's arms. It's tragically malicious. Wait, its name is Lucky? Power word kill. No? That- <gasps> All right. So, wow. <laughs> it, um, it also uh, staggers back away from uh, this, you know, you know, it's like it's like finally getting its feet and it focused on Aventus for a second and then it gets slammed back again. And no, it absolutely. backs away towards the train. And uh, I think there's a moment of like, wait, what? As it, it reaches back and just peels off a piece of the iron train, right? It's just like pulls off and, um, it, and, and like wraps this into the, the heat of the lightning sort of like allows it to bend this thing into a, like a pauldron shield kind of thing. And it looks like it's reaching for more of the train, but it just, it crafted a whole, like, it's like the uh, gladiator arm, you know, where you've got like all that armor up and down one arm. Uh, and it looks like it's reaching for more pieces of the train. Now the train is just open and we could see Nick's <laughs> like, oh, what? So Nick's you're getting in the train as a giant side of the, the iron shell of this train is peeled away like an orange. Uh, as as you're in there, you also get in there. So you see this giant thing get peeled away, and you see um, and a, a conductor who's not really it's like a security guard. He's not a conductor. He's a, a guard um, who is who is like uh, pitched and ready with a crossbow and uh, fires the crossbow at you. Uh, so Nix, um, do you want to? Uh, you could defy danger. Um, I don't know if defend makes sense. Uh, you could also just like take the hit and rush forward to like stab this guy. Uh, totally um, up to so you. So the 
the conductor fired at me? Yeah, as soon as you came into view, he was he was ready. He's not a conductor; he's a guard. He's like armored, and you know, he okay. was basically sitting down in the like when you come under the train. There's a there's like the front of where the conductors work, and then up like a passageway. Even though I'm wearing a, a conductor's uniform. Yeah, he was just waiting okay. for somebody to come in here. Okay, he's just he's just freaked out. Okay. Yeah. So I can try and dodge, I can take the hit, or I can try and... What's the third one? Uh, you can uh, defy danger just to try to uh, dodge it. Uh, or you can rush him, take the hit, and, and do a hack and slash. Or you can take okay. the hit and do whatever you want, really. like that's If you don't care about getting out of the way of the crossbow bolt, you can do whatever you want. Um, uh, this crossbow, just so you would know, uh, this is like a D8 crossbow. I have not rolled the damage yet. I would want you D8 to crossbow. choose first. Um, well, they're not going to choose to take damage ever. So they'll they'll try and okay. get out of the way. Let's roll Defy Danger. Literal Danger. Okay, I got a 10. I assume you rolled Dex. I rolled dex, and I also still have my plus one because I'm trying to steal the thing. Okay. Um, so you could tell the inside control panel is not iron. Like, the outer shell of the train is straight up iron because that's, you know, makes sense. It's cheap and easy to work with and whatever. The inside, the control panel is, a, like, softer metal. I mean, it's not aluminum because we don't have aluminum in this world, but <laughs> maybe we do. House Orion invented or uh, discovered aluminum, and uh, the crossbow bolt just smashes through aluminum and cracks a, a glass, you know, dial that was or a gauge, a glass gauge that was on the control panel, and um, yeah, it just whizzes past your head, and, and you have to take a second to duck down, and we'll we'll come back uh, to you. Um, okay. What uh, what else is going on? This thing is is. Uh, Still, it's just going to keep tearing pieces off the train uh, until somebody wants to do something about it. I actually want to encourage it to to walk over to me. Like, um, do you want at the end it? of last game? What say that again? You want to taunt it? Yes, I do want to taunt it. But at the last game, I um, drew my patron's constellation between two of the plates, and so I want to draw it towards that, and then. Fuck oh with yeah, the I remember that. Okay. Um, this is going to be... I think it's um, not parlay. I guess parlay is the same if you want to like intimidate someone. It's the same thing. Um, so you, you do have to have leverage. So what... I need to know, like, leverage can be I'm bigger than you and I'm going to hurt you, right? That could be leverage. But you're not bigger than this thing. Um, so I need to know, like, what are you doing to taunt it? Uh, I'm going to use the fact that it's obviously afraid and needs to armor up and mm. how, and I'm shocked that an all powerful elemental God is so afraid of a puny mortal that, and we, and, and I'm going to lock eyes with it. And we, we both know what I've done to you. Okay. You're going to use its hubris against it. Uh, okay. Let's roll charisma. That's legit. 10. Holy moly. Okay. Uh, yeah, so this thing, it leaves off. It um, it has it just has the uh, the gladiator arm and another piece that is just like a jagged wedge of of like it's 
a semi-effective sort of machete kind of shape uh as it yeah it's it's just rushing you now so um we'll come back to that it's not in the circle yet but it is definitely chasing you (laughs) so good luck uh can i do a defend um i think this isn't exactly a defend you can get in there and hack and slash uh or I'm I'm open to other ideas, but it is it's chasing after him. If if you want to get in there and attack it, that's fine. But uh, I, yeah, I don't think it's a defend yet. And I well, I, I want to check and see if if Alabas wants I mean, go to go to Puja. I'm thinking. What's that? Go to Puja. I'm thinking. Oh, okay, that's fine. Puja. Can I use my lightning elemental mark to try to channel some of its electricity to tether it to um, the pads? Because to the those like mm-hmm. yeah the, the lightning rail, rail pad yeah the lightning rail yeah. Uh, components. Uh, yeah, we don't know if that works. Um, let's do. Um, uh, Rob, how does your cast a spell move work? Mm, cast a spell. Cast a spell. Yep. Uh, it's charisma based. Smell a cast. I want cast a smell. Can I, can <laughs> I, I request cast a smell? I already did. <laughs> oh, that's no good. But you're in a different room, so it's okay. Your breath is fine. Yep. <laughs> oh my god, my dog um, was sleeping in here the other day, and just I had to leave the room. She oh she no. ruined it. She ruined the whole room. Who Frida did? Came in, my dog. Frida came in and when I was sleeping the other morning and licked my eye? No, no. Uh, okay, so Rob, how does cast a spell work? <laughs> it's basically a 2d6 plus charisma. Okay, let's... Uh, Ooh, I don't want it. <laughs> how's your charisma? It's fine. Uh, I would also be open to wisdom. I'll take it. You'd rather roll that? Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's better than charisma. Okay. Yeah, I think based on the your interaction with the the tattoo and your heritage, it's sort of a, a mix of results. Okay. And that is an 11. Oh, that's good. Okay. Um, so, yeah, you, uh, you wanted to sort of try to ground it into one of the uh, lightning yeah. rail pads? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, what does that look like? What are you physically doing? I am... Oh, hey. Fun. I have a renewed surge of hope. Oh, that good. we are attacking this. Excellent. And, and yes, because you used your tattoo, well. right. And basically, um, I... I reach up, like, I'm holding my rapier in one hand, but with the other, I reach up to... And touch it, and it starts to glow. Mm-hmm. And I kind of like pull some of that, fling it mm-hmm. towards the um, towards the elemental. Okay. And like, it's like a it's a web. Oh, I, I missed part of what you said there. Can you say that again? It's kind of like gossamer webs of energy. 
that that yes. attach to the elemental and to the pad. So it looks like little strands of electric energy. Okay. I also slacked you some information. Um, but yeah, you uh, you move to that pad. It's, it's like trying to get to where um, Ventus is and you know, on some level, it's it's almost moving too fast, right? Like Ventus, you you this might have gone really poorly. Like you got it to chase you, and it's doing that. And as it's going past the the pad that uh, uh, um, Zay runs over, and you know, just zaps it. What, what were you saying? You, you, yeah, all these like tendrils come out and and zap it. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, and then that re- recoils. More tendrils pop out, and it's creating a sort of like electromagnetic effect as this thing is still like digging its feet in and it's creating furrows and coming after Ventus, but it's slowed down enough Ventus that you're going to have a good chance to get out of the way. Um, so uh, let's check in with Nix on the train. Uh, this guy is uh, reloading his crossbow and is definitely going to want to try to shoot you again. Um, well, I mean, I'm going to stop him. Okay, what are you going to do? <laughs> um, I'm going to um, try to remember how many of those stones I have left. I think I have six in my, in my five. pouch. Five. I have five. Sorry, my okay, um, so what I'm going to do is I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try and shoot him with my crossbow. Okay. So um, do a volley. <laughs> 13 oh my yeah okay that's a bunch um so yeah let's roll your damage okay um oh, he's got I a think... little bit of armor on but not much do i get my damage plus something since i rolled a since i rolled so high on the uh it just says you have a clear shot on a seven and nine you have to choose something bad so it's okay. just you don't have to pick any of the bad stuff <laughs> oh well cool okay um two okay oh well okay he takes one because he has one armor <laughs> see at least he didn't have two armor <laughs> um, um so i i shoot him and and, and uh uh i shoot him and i and and i Get out a, a a jewel? No, I don't. I'm not gonna threaten him. Um, and I say, "What are you shooting me for?" Uh, okay, okay. Now that's different. Let's. Uh, you just shot at each other. <laughs> um, I am open to a a parlay at disadvantage. Okay. I think if you hadn't shot back, Parley probably wouldn't be at disadvantage, but um, it, it's somewhat suspicious that you but came I on here. But I did only do one point of damage. Yeah, it was a warning well, shot. That's, exactly. that's why the move is still possible. Okay, cool. <laughs> so what does a disadvantage mean? Uh, you roll three I, dice and take the worst two. Got it. Okay, cool. That's my favorite. Um... Okay. And uh, do I get any of my stat bonuses? Oh, you get your charisma. <laughs> cool. Um, 
So that's uh, seven. Oh, seven. Okay. That's not nothing. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, so he's he looks like he's about to shoot you. He's like, what? What do you mean? You don't work here. Um, and so you're going to have to convince him that you do work here. What do you mean I don't work here? I was just on this route yesterday. I've never seen you before. I've worked this well, route for 10 have... years. Um. Oh, sorry. Well, you must, 10 you... months. 10 months. This route's <laughs> well, only been in existence been... for a year. <laughs> right. Um. And I'm still the I'm still the conductor that I saw. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Before okay, so he just hasn't seen him. So uh well I was here two days ago. What do you want from me? What are you on today? No. I'm so confused. I have they sent me out to do some repair. There's a station. And I you know, they j- just just a few and I heard the train and I was like, Well, I better go help. I, what what do we do? We gotta get off the train. There could be anything on here. I, I gotta. I, I'm supposed to make sure that everybody is off the train. So you just go, go find the group and stay with them, and I'll get everybody off the train. You okay. don't want to get sued. All right. So he goes running back through the corridor to get out the back of the engine instead of going past you out the front. So yeah, he goes running down that way. Okay. And now I'm I'm on the hunt for that lodestone brick okay. thing. We Lightning. will come back to that. Rock. Uh, Alibus, let's check back in with you. You wanted to see about possibly attacking this thing, or what, what do you want to do? Um, when the spells say ally, does that include self? Yeah, I think so. Unless it says otherwise. Okay. Uh, good luck, y'all. I'm going to try to heal myself. Oh, yeah, that definitely works. That is terrible. Um, that is a six. So you heal six? No. I don't cast a spell. Oh, wait. What move are you talking about? Um, because I'm a cleric and I'm now eighth level as a paladin, then the cleric level matches when it comes to spell, spell uh-huh. casting. As it's such an ally, you may heal their damage uh, to a number of points up to your maximum HP. Mm-hmm. But... I rolled a six on cast a spell. <laughs> so I'm assuming I fail. That's a big assumption. Um, uh, if you want to heal it, <clears throat> well, I assume you were also chasing after it, so you could kind of keep some position in the fight. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can heal it, but your uh, somewhat metal armor is also going to get caught in the electromagnetic field. You're, you're not going to get like snapped on like a magnet, but it's you're you're you've like gone too close, and your armor is okay. You, you're going to be at some disadvantage to move around freely. So that's that's up to you. Okay, that's fine. Okay, uh, so then the heal goes through. Mm-hmm. But you're also says, uh, you may heal damage. A number of points up to your maximum hit points, so then I'll be no damage. Uh, okay, so which move are you using again? I'm using heal. I'll put it in the slack. Okay. Is that a cleric or paladin thing? It's cleric. I see. Oh, okay. 
Oh, yeah, one of those high-level spells. Um, damage a number of points up to your maximum HP. Yeah, yep. That is Pretty how sweet. that works. <coughs> you just have to touch yourself. That's what he does after he gets healed. Yep. This this religion encourages touching yourself. Like all good religion shit. Yep. <laughs> Agree. Uh, to disagree. <laughs> okay, so uh, yeah, you um, y- your prayer is is somewhat distracted, even as it's answered. Uh, you're you're you are distracted by the prayer, and you veer a little too close to what's happening, and uh, you are are slowed as you can feel your okay. armor being dragged towards the uh, uh, train pad, lightning pad. So. Uh, Ventus, what are you doing? This thing is chasing after you. It's moving slowly now. But, uh... It does want to grab you. Well, I don't want it to. Okay. So... You could hack and slash. You could defy danger. You could... uh, Use one of your moves. Is it on my... Is it... How close to the circle is it in the circle? Uh, no, it's not in the circle yet. It's if it keeps chasing you, it will be uh, you know, like if you can trick it to go in there. It hasn't really registered the fact that Alabas is coming up behind it because it's just chasing you, but um, it's slowed down by the uh, lightning pad. Mm, okay. Um Yeah, since there's lightning all around it, I don't I don't want to send the um the mantids in cuz then they'll just be crispy critters. Well, they already um, tackled it once. They are well, technically already dead. Well, true, but Dead and crispy, I think, are two different. Yeah, at some point You're they would be wrong. fried beyond animation. Fried beyond belief. Yep. Um, so it's a different podcast. That's fair. Don't fry about it. Oh, oh, oh! Fry, baby. Fry, fry again. Um, does it look like it has moisture? No, no. I'm gonna, okay. I don't. I don't think there's any way to <laughs> say that about this well, thing. Well, I don't know. Like you know, it could have like a humidity with like storm clouds around. Uh, it yeah, we're gonna we're gonna say no on that one. You know, because lightning's create like you know, whatever science. Um, because you know, whatever it's science. Then, then what I'm gonna do? Do, do you want to analyze it for weaknesses? Is that something you're doing? I am now the way okay. you said it. Yeah, I yeah. mean that's that that would be like a a turn's worth of you know study, but um, that sounds good. And especially because I still want to keep, I want to be bait. Yeah, I still want it to come to me. Um, so yes, yeah, so I'm just going to study it to figure out the way to destroy it the best. Okay, so uh, let's uh, let's roll intelligence. Your int bonus. My int is a 12. Is that zero or plus one? Zero. Zero. So I got an eight. Okay. Uh, on a seven to nine, the GM will tell you something interesting. 
It's on you to make it useful. So, I've been waiting this whole game. To be uh, useful? To be told something interesting. Yeah, I, I knew <gasps> oh, what you shit. meant. <laughs> Jerk. <laughs> uh, so the thing that you've noticed is, and, and you're probably putting together from various, you know, magical background things, but you were never formally taught in, like, the study of Arcana. So um, you're, you're picking up some things about this thing and the, the way this electromagnetic thing is working and, and a lot of that. But you can already see the electromagnetic grounding thing, like that's not going to last forever. It's either going to get far enough away or it'll overload the pad. Like you can see that happening. You're like, okay, this is a temporary fix. Um, but you are reminded of tales about uh, 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 like storm giants uh fending off there's like a song you remember there's like storm giants who fight off the lightning with their thunder powers right thunder being the like uh concussive force of technically what comes after lightning but um the there is a, a, a an epic song you remember uh that is a storm giants battling you know, armies of, of lightning elementals. Yes, for sure. <laughs> uh, ideally. Uh, so that is, that's what occurs to you right now. Now you're not totally sure, you know, on a seven and nine, that's sort of like, how do I use this information? <laughs> but you've got quite a lot of information there. So I'm going to let, let you stew on that for a second. And just check around. We can all see, well, not Nick's, but that's because they're inside the train. Uh, this thing is still charging after Ventus, and it's it's slowing down, but that's because it's it's reaching the end of the tether, and that tether's probably about to snap. So uh, that's we, we should act with that knowledge. Now, uh Alabas, you're still pretty hung up on that tether. You're going to have to try pretty hard to charge out of the range of that. Um, and I will say, um, uh, Zay, you could counterspell the effect, but you don't have to, like, this is not a concentration effect. You, like, set this thing off, and it's just doing its own thing. Like, you're not, it, it's not like a spell you could just cancel it and be like, oh, I, I don't want to cast this spell anymore. Like, you successfully set off this, like, lightning pad, and it's doing what you wanted it to do, but it's it's just going to keep doing that until it wears out. So uh, I, I would throw it to either Alabas or Zay. Let's see how we're doing. I feel like Alabas's intent would be to get away from that tether to try to be able to, like if he's not able to defend someone, to get an attack on the elemental. Okay, so just try to like bear down and get out of range mm -hmm. of it. Um, like I'm assuming, like that magical pull is there, so he's like taking his longsword <clears throat> and like putting it into the ground and like pulling himself. Sure, and just kind of like so he can get himself free to attack the elemental. I've, I've got two ideas for you. One, you could defy danger and get yourself out of this, or okay. you could do hack and slash at disadvantage because this thing is right at the edge of the range. And if you want to just like scramble and grab and, and try to like overhand stab this thing from behind, like it's, you've got a shot at it, but you would, you would have to roll the three dice and take the worst two. I think he would by danger. 
Okay, so just focused on escaping the range of the lightning magnet. Yeah, by using his strength. Yep, that makes sense to me. Um, that would be an 11. Oh, heck yeah. Okay, so you go, you actually go charging past the elemental, right? And this, the energy just like snaps away as, as you break free and, uh, almost mm-hmm. lose your balance. But yeah, you, you, you know, stomp, 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 you turn and you're now sort of shoulder to shoulder with, uh, Ventus, uh, ready to fight this thing that is just straining at the edge of the tether to, to get at you. Um, Zay, what do you want to do? I am going to... Um, well, first of all... First of all, as... As this energy leaves my body and the lightning elemental becomes tethered down, the energy that started in my lightning mark... Mm-hmm. starts to travel across my body. Mm. And and oh. as it sweeps across, I shapeshift into a lightning genasi. So my skin turns completely blue. My eyes glaze over white. Mm. Hair, like... They have shoulder-length hair, and it has its own kind of like static charge now. Sure. Uh, think like Medusa. Mm-hmm. Um, but but kind not of wild but because not, of electricity. Yeah. Yes. Not but like wild because of electricity rather than yeah. lift things up with your hair. Still, um, I love it. So, so as that happens, um, I'm gonna laugh. I laugh. I laugh in happiness. I'm uh-huh. real. I'm real happy about what everything. And and we should note uh, f- for the audience that this is not a normal thing a, a, a changeling could turn into. You can't generally turn into a, a genasi and and gain their powers. You know, like you can't just change, turn into a fire genasi and be able to spit fire at people. But uh, so for the record, uh, uh, Zay has done something exceptional, uh, and that's that's worth noting. Um, and so I am actually going to, uh, like on this rush and this kind of happy everything, <laughs> I'm going to attack the lightning elemental again. Mm-hmm. And Um, so I'll just roll for that. And I got a nine. And, and that's to uh, hack and slash? Uh, yeah, in my case, it's flawless blade work. Oh, so sure. you, um, I, I incorporate magic mm-hmm. into my attack. And I'll apply a technique, deal my damage, and the elemental will get a chance to attack me as well. Okay. And I rolled. Yeah. So I rolled a nine. My damage was a seven. So finally, thanks. That's good. And so, some uh, like several pieces of good news. Its normal counterattack is to do half of its damage for free to a melee attacker. Um, But you take half damage 
from lightning elementals right now. And this is doing half damage, so you take zero damage. It's not half of half in this case, right? It's like doing half of its normal attack versus lightning. You you just absorb that. And you're able to bypass its armor, so you did all nine points of damage to it. That is... Uh, what. So what is that? You, you like come in behind it. Is it stab? Like, what, what are you doing? I come in behind it, and I... It is like a... It's like an uppercut. Like, I'm going to actually add... Um, I'm going to add elaborate to it. Because mm. this time... This seems like a time for extra. Yep. Be extra. And that is a 10. So I deal an additional 1d8 damage. Yep. Which this time will just be 4. Whatever. But it is... It's not um, nothing. Especially since you ignore its armor now. <laughs> I come in and like it's this is some Princess Bride level like a mm-hmm. Diego Montoya yeah like come in and I was taught by and and like you know in the end I actually carve a Z in the back of the lightning elemental yeah Zoro style. Yeah, I think as you do that, like three or four of its tendrils go out because they're, you know, they all kind of come out of that that space in its back. Uh, kind of like, you know, the what the unsi- underside of a spider looks like. Where all all mm-hmm. the like legs meet in the middle like that. It's That's what the back looks like. So, uh, yeah, you carve and several of the tendrils just kind of like fall off to the side. And, uh, yeah, you're, you've definitely done a bunch of damage to this thing as it like stumbles forward and um, the uh, uh, the the machete weapon it has like goes into the dirt as it like drops to a knee and it's like holding itself up with the big iron machete at, as it's still like it's trying to figure out what just happened behind it and it still wants to attack uh, Ventus and Alabas and yeah we're this thing is uh, on the ropes so. Let's check in with Nyx. So Nyx is uh, at last alone on the train. Uh-huh. And so they are going towards the the, the rock, the MacGuffin, the um How, the how dare you? How dare you? <laughs> the, I'm sorry? <laughs> uh, the hot rock. And suddenly the subtext is text. Uh-huh. <laughs> suddenly the subtext is text. <laughs> Yeah, um, so they are headed for the goober. Yeah, so you have to um, open up the boiler, and uh, that is full of water, hot water, boiling water, in fact. And uh, so, what? What? How do you want to get this thing out of there? It's I literally just like a- sitting in the bottom of a like short, wide hot water heater. You know, it's just like in a bucket of water, basically. It's probably about blow up the, three feet I'm going to blow deep. up the bucket. Oh, we're just going to explode it. Yeah, I'm going to blow it up with a, with, a, with a rock. Okay. Let's... I don't know. There's nothing to roll. Yeah, okay. So where do you want to put gonna, the rock? So I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to drop the rock into the... Oh, you know what we have to into do? Into the water. That part's easy, and then you could call out the magic word. But you, what you're going to have to do is defy danger, because you're kind of close to what the like to be able to shout for the rock to hear you yes. in the water no that's my plan is to, 
Yeah. Well, and my pl- yeah, my plan is to drop it in, get to like a safe distance, and shout as much as I can. Okay. D- um, you, can you I tie take up the bag again, anything? real tight? Yes. Okay. Uh, let's defy danger and see how well this goes. Okay. Can I crouch behind anything? Is there anything to crouch behind? Well, that's that's this will the defy danger will tell us the Maybe. answer to that. We'll see. <laughs> yeah. Is the answer. All right, and with a mighty. Uh, I lost the last one, so with a light, with a mighty Momo web, mm. I roll an eight. Okay. Wait, wait, no, I roll a nine, which is not functionally different from an eight, but it's important. But it feels better, that. and that's good. That's good to feel good about yourself. <laughs> um, so the words under defy danger say you stumble, hesitate, or flinch. Um, okay. So here's the deal. Uh, either this thing can go off and you take 10 damage. Or the rock didn't hear you because you couldn't make yourself be loud enough because you were, you were doubting. And you were like, skizzle. <laughs> like, <laughs> blow up, please. Just do it. Why don't we have fuses? Why don't uh, we have fuses? <laughs> that's not the word. Uh, so it it can go off. So it doesn't it doesn't go off. Oh, okay. Do, do, do uh, you have more than ten hit points? Yes. Okay. Let's just check it. Not. I mean. Uh, you know what? I would also subtract no. armor. Do you have any armor? Oh yeah. You know what? I have two armor. So you would take eight. I would take eight points of damage. All right. That's what happens. Okay. Um, so the damage is because, well, first of all, shrapnel and boiling water yeah. and steam, right? And concussive force in this, like, enclosed space. Um, however, the middle of the train just peels open like an iron flower, right? It's just like, pop. All this, like, (laughs) steam and energy comes shooting straight up out of there. And um, in uh, in the midst of all that, you find what looks like... I mean, you knew what it was supposed to look like, but it looks like a pretty boring sort of gray-green flat river stone is is what it looks like. It's just like a, a pretty thick skipping rock. You know, like if you had a really good skipping arm, it would... But it's it's bigger than that. It's like, you know, yay big around... Uh, maybe ha- like half the size of your face, and uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. I just, um, you get really banged around in there. Yeah. So, uh, well, I um, do. I I have something cloth that I can like. To, can I um, make sure that it's not going to burn me if I touch it? Uh, yeah that that part's fine. This thing, it's oh yeah, is it, it actually always hot? Isn't it? Uh. Yeah, yeah, you you can grab a, a scrap of clothing. You you know all your shit's all torn up anyway, so you could like pretty easily. Right. Just, well, like, and we we were planning on stealing this thing anyway, so yes. presumably we would have made preparations for that. You could empty um, so out gonna, the explosive stones and use the magic leather bag. No, I'm good. Okay. I think I might want those, um, but I am going to mulch on some of that moss, that good good moss mm-hmm. that may, that does eight points of healing. 
Uh, if it I'm not does, strong enough, it's a D8. So you have to roll. It's a D8. Yeah. So I have to roll. So you All grab right. a quick bite, and get a D8. And I get four points back. Okay. That's not nothing. That's not nothing. And now I'm only four points down. So. Okay. Then um. Well, and I and then I go back. Yeah. I we'll, we'll, back. we'll check back. You. you this is going to be your thing. You. You blow the thing up. You try to scoop it up. Grab a bite of moss. That's that's a lot going on in there. Yeah. So we'll, we'll that's a lot. Um. Okay. So. What else is happening? I, I need to check in with Ventus and Alabas because they're they're you know facing off with this thing. Although it has slowed down and and like plunked its weapon into the ground and is trying to figure out what's going on. Uh, you know, it's down to one knee. What are you guys doing about it? It looks like it's not going to make it all the way to your circle, Rob, unless it like gets up and keeps moving. Like you could go help it up. Like, Hey buddy, let's go over here to my oh, healing God. circle for lightning elementals. I'm going to get Alabas into it. Wait, sorry, Rob, what'd you say? No, Eli had already picked up on what I was doing. Oh, okay. So Eli, what'd yeah, you say? Yeah, Alabas, like, forcefully interject his physicalness into the lightning elemental to go to Rob's circle of friendship? Uh, yes, you could try to... What, really, you have to, like, grab it and wrestle it past you. Like, you know, throw it into that circle. But I'm open to that. It's just, it's going to be a hack and slash because this thing is going to burn you uh, when you grab it. All right, let's do it. Ooh, I'm not good with the rolling. Uh, so we get the plus one, so that makes it a ten. I was oh, good. I lied. That's fantastic. What? How is that not good? <laughs> that's literally as good as it gets in this game. Uh, okay, so your choice. Um, you, okay, so one of the options here is you damage the enemy, the enemy, and avoid their attack. You you cannot avoid all of the attack, um, but. I will uh, I will cut it in half of its like automatic okay. counterattack, uh, or if you want to just take all of the counterattack, you can do an extra d6 damage because you're going to get to do your class damage, and you could do an extra d6 if you want to take its full counterattack in return. Well, it's not going to one shot me, so I will do damage. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'm gonna, I'm gonna Hopefully, it doesn't one shot me, Jason. Uh, uh, well, I did six. It's a 10. Oh, then I take five. Oh, yeah, you have all that armor. I totally forgot. I rolled the tail. I was like, oh, no, it's so much. What have <laughs> I done? Uh, this actually worked. This design worked out pretty well. Um, okay, I so, did six, though. Uh, well, you did... Is that with your class damage and the D6? Oh, plus my... Oh, I rolled my class damage. And yeah. It's D10. That would be a... What number is this? Uh, 14. Wait, what? You said I rolled my class damage plus a d6? Yeah. So the paladin is a d10 plus a d6 would be 14. But I don't have 14 hit points left. Well, I don't know what to tell you as he slams it down and probably the shield eats him because he's countering its existence. Yeah. Um, Rob, what happens when this thing, like is suplexed onto the uh, seal, the circle that you drew on the ground. Well, I had a plan, but if it goes near lifeless, I think that is up to you and or my patron. What was the goal of the circle? The goal of the circle is I was going to empower it so that I could either 
um, try to convince you to let me do a higher spell than normal, mm-hmm. or do finger word death, or finger of death, um, and try to empower it even more, so that my so instead of just killing it, my patron would suck it into his dimension as a sacrifice. You know, a Sunday. Yeah, let's do uh, uh, word of death or whatever that was called. Go ahead and cast oh, your spell. Of death? Yep. Okay, let me cast, cast my spell. spell. I don't want to take away from Eli's great moment. Though. Oh no, Eli has totally crunched this thing into the ground, and it's like I feel like it's more of like a tag team. Like, yeah, yeah. like he hit it, but like the actual undoing would be your your magic. Yeah, I mean, this thing also regenerates a little bit, so that's that's rude. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it is so, very rude. Um, I rolled two sixes for my spell and there's a couple pluses that i have so it's Um, like a uh, five yeah something like that um (laughs) and so i'm going to call on my patron to double the amount of damage that i do to it and basically open up that rift yeah um what you get is have you seen dr strange Yes. Yeah, you know those all those like circle portal things that he he puts together. Basically, your circle comes alive. It starts turning and comes up off the ground to be around this thing as it's like, oh, what? And and then it is a it's pulled in three hundred and sixty degrees. It's just pulled into the uh, area of the circle, like the parts that you drew, right? It's just pulled apart in every direction at once, imbuing the circle, and the circle is now just turning, and you have the option of gaining that circle as a tattoo on your body somewhere. And your patron is just offering you that. He hasn't really explained what it will do or why, but um, your sacrifice is accepted. And so is the tattoo. Okay. Where do you put it? I mean, lower back, right? That's where they all go. Um, That's your choice. No. Um, put it put it on the left side, the upper left side of your chest, and then we can match. Yes. Or put it where you're, you're, he's already <laughs> marked you. No, that would be like a Mike Tyson face tattoo. I'm not going to do that. Do it. Yeah, like a circle no. tattoo around, like magic circle. Uh, I got to leave room for the other ones. Hmm. So... Uh, I do like the idea of doing it like Zay said, mm-hmm. and just putting it putting it along that that side. Sure. Okay. Yeah, this thing uh, burns onto you. It uh, it does. Now, don't freak out. It does ten points of damage as it comes onto your body, but it also heals that. Did you have ten points left? No. No. Uh, wait. Fifteen minus four is eleven. Yes, I did. Okay. <laughs> So this thing burns into your skin doing 10 damage as it like dials and then settles into your flesh. You just like keel over with your one hit point. And then this thing glows and it heals the 10 back. Um, But you didn't die first, which changes the outcome a little bit. So um, from the ground, you just hear a voice going, my patron is pleased. <laughs> Your patron will remember this. 
Um, and uh, I think this is probably the point where Nyx comes out with the big rock. And uh, the elemental is gone. All the staff members of the train have run for their lives. Uh, <laughs> they'll probably start coming back soon, but the four of you have a second to catch your breath and, and decide what to do next. So, Well, I'm going to munch, munch, munch. Uh, I'm going to mm-hmm. munch, munch, munch some more of that uh, moss and be like, anybody want to get down on this? Does anybody need some? Um, who's taking damage? Alibos, yeah? Yeah, I can, I can get myself, though. Uh, but, but I'm like, well, if you don't, you don't eat your stuff, I'm gonna feed you mine. Well, I have my stuff, and then he stuffs it into Ventus's mouth. <laughs> All right, Rob, roll D eight. I guess it doesn't matter. Y'all could just keep eating moss yeah, until you get all your hit points back. Yeah. So, <laughs> I guess it just depends on how much you have to eat, but it doesn't really more matter. More Lambdus bread, Jason. And look, more lamb spread. <laughs> so, we eat. We're, we're good. Um, we should probably... I, I, this is in character. We should probably get out of here soon before, you know... It's discovered what, that we're here and why. I think they know we were here. But the why is important as well. Yeah. Well, they know someone was here. But yeah, I don't go. know we were here. Let's, let's peace out. Um, so we, uh, wh- where was our retreat going to be? To the Mushroom people or to the... Is that our retreat? Okay. Cool. Yeah, you guys, you you make it through the woods. You have plenty of time to avoid having anyone follow you. The mantids in this area have all fucked off because they they got outdanced and that's just, that's (laughs) in the story. Everyone knows when you lose the dance off, you are banished. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Until, you know, they're animals, until they forget and come back. Can we um, update the That's So Dragon to That's So Mantid now? Yes. That's So Mantid! <laughs> yeah, you're going to have a, a hell of a time convincing people in Sharn that these Mantid things are real. Uh, you know, your, your zombies are going to fall apart here pretty soon, Rob. So, uh, yeah. you can't maintain that forever. Rules as written. Rules as written. When have I ever cared about that? <laughs> I mean, maybe once as a child. Man, I was modding Shadowrun first edition when I was twelve. Cause also because it doesn't work. <laughs> so we get back to the mushroom people. Yep, you all go uh clomping back down that cave, uh bloody but healed, right? You're still just the evidence of your wounds is is obvious. Uh although I don't think they would necessarily recognize it as such. Like they don't have blood, so they're not real sure that you're in danger or not. You're just like you're messy. Um Right. And you see Is it oh Pooja, I didn't hear what you said. You see <laughs> You keep freezing up right when you say the thing. That's funny. I'm sorry. I wanted to hear what it was. I'm not kidding. 
It is something I would joke about and be an ass, but I'm not joking this time. Uh, I was saying you seem you seem slightly wetter. Oh, but not yes. quite moist. Yes, indeed. Um, are you still a, a lightning genasi? Yeah, I'm. I am living this. Okay, and loving it. Okay, cool. Also, yeah. twinsies. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, you all uh, march down into the cave. Um, they're they're very excited to hear your explanation about the train and how it was messing up the mantids, and how you know it's going to take quite a bit of time to like get another train out here, and that may or may not you know it's it's unsure, it's unclear what's going to happen next with House Orion and this train route because. This is a, a pretty massive failure. The, tra- the train itself, like the engine is wrecked. That's going nowhere, right? That is a hunk of garbage. So uh, there's, there's no mend spell in the world that's going to put that back together. So um, perhaps we should uh, find, book a passage. You know, I know of some sailors <laughs> that are very good at getting things from one place to another. Indeed. Uh, while you're in the mushroom cave, they uh, are interested whether you want to return the shield or whether you want to keep that as payment. And all of you would be welcome to take something of equal value from the pile. And as much moss as you can carry, they really do not give a fuck about the moss. I'm going to take a bunch of moss and I'm going to look for... Something kind of like a cloak of invisibility or... Oh, sure. There's probably some sort of like bonus to stealth cloak. Uh, That's fine. Yeah. Cool. Yep. Eli, what were you saying? You were muted. Yeah. I think that, you know, Alabas and the whole non-payment thing, like I just need to do a good job. Like his thing would be to get the shield back. Oh, okay. Yeah. And you refuse any kind of payment from them, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Good to know. Hey, is there a workaround where if you give the shield back, I can choose the shield as my payment and then give it to you? Well, yeah, but... Okay, that's what I'm going to do then. Oh, wow. All right. I mean, he did use it to protect me like seven times. Yeah, also I think in general, like they don't really care if Alabas doesn't want anything. Like the the four of you should take a total of four things, right? So if you want to take two things... And mm-hmm. give Alabas the shield to to meet Alabas's uh, religious requirements. That's fine. Uh, uh, Zay, are you looking for anything in the pile? I think I'm going to look for a. Um, I'm going to look for a rod to like go with my rapier. Oh sure, like a like an offhand kind of thing. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I, th- I think there's probably some some stuff in there. Uh, b- describe what you're looking for. Um, I'm going to say that I want something that is conductive. Mm. And basically, um, so I've got my rapier that can channel like all of my normal arcane duelist stuff. And then the rod would be specifically for for the lightning portion of it. W- what about like an engraved uh, like copper kind of thing? That would be amazing. And magical copper, so it's not just, like, bendy, <laughs> immediately yeah. broken, because copper's not very sturdy. Uh, but but uh, something that, and all the in- 
like the only parts of it that have gone like that green Statue of Liberty situation yeah. is the engravings, and the rest of it is pristine copper. Mm. Yeah, I love that. Pretty. Very cool. Uh, Al, uh, uh, Ventus, what are you looking for for yourself? Um, you know, there's. I have been given the gift by my patron. There's nothing specifically that I'm searching for at this point. There's actually a significant amount of surprising peace that has come over me. Mm. Um, but if I feel something calling to me or something catches my attention, yeah, then I'll I mean, reach out and just grab something. You do still have earthly needs. Like a bag of gold doesn't suck either. <laughs> you know, you could just like scoop a bunch. There's a bunch of just coinage and, you know, Again, it's not a dragon's horde, but there's a bunch of stuff. It's like one of those things, like, after a really long run that felt really good, you just have, like, this euphoria that's kind of over you, Mm -hmm. and you're sort of not paying attention to details, and you're kind of stuck in your own head. Like, that's where I imagine he is right now. Okay. Um, So it's just kind of like if something catches my attention, and it's, like, jewels or something, cool. If, If it's just... The three-way with the with the shield, like that's fine too. Maybe a, uh, would you want a wand, uh, something like that? Sure, it's something cool sticking out, and it has like stars on it. Yeah, yeah. cool. All right, we'll we'll say there's a it's something that looks a little bit like a classic stage magician, like the the black wand with the white tip uh, that is calling to you for some reason. Cool. Um. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, I was thinking of another thing I wanted to do. Sure. Here at the Mushroom um, Cave? Yeah. I want to trade them the Hot Rock for another wondrous item. Well, the Hot Rock has to go to Steve and Guar. Oh, does it? Okay. I yeah. didn't remember if that was... Okay. You can Never do mind. that, but Steve and Guar are expecting to get the Hot Rock from you. Okay. Then never mind. Uh, Rob, were you supposed to hear that, or are you talking to someone else? No, I'm talking to my daughter. Okay, cool. She's asking about my background. Cool. Uh, okay, so sounds like we've wrapped up in the mushroom cave. All right, we uh, you guys have like some kind of levitation wand, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we go back down. Uh. As you're getting ready, you probably want to like double check everything and be like, maybe we should have Ropey just just in case. And if we discover that Ropey is in fact intact and and well, uh, it's uh, uh, I know the most important member of the party. And um, yes, it turns out Ropey Agreed. is a okay and uh, was just a little bit uh, singed. Yeah, it was scared to be from the day, and uh, it's okay now. So. Uh, it's the four of you, or the five of you, if we want to count Ropey as a person. So we're going down the cliff. Mm-hmm. I do my favorite thing to do, which is to jump off the cliff and just kind of wave and as I slowly sink down. Feather fall at the end. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> cool. Uh, cool. 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 Uh, the four of you make it down there. You've got your little boat to get back across the harbor. And you return your rented boat and, you know, that's that's all able to be paid for. And you're able to meet up. Before, before we 
come back, like as we get on the boat, I'm going to shift back to my. Yes, I'll also go back to persona. the. Mm-hmm. What, so, sorry, Pooja, I didn't, what were you saying? Sorry. I'm going to shift back to my indie incognito persona. Oh, yes. Okay. And uh, Claire, what were you saying? I'm also going to do that. Okay. To the persona that they know. Okay, cool. And um, yeah, the four of you head back to, they were just supposed to wait at the hotel, right? Yeah. Is that what we had them do? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you no, get back. It wasn't, it wasn't the hotel because people were out there trying to get them, right? I thought they came. No, well, people were yeah, canvassing the city. Flame. Yeah, they, they weren't looking at this inn because they thought they were at the inn. There were people going to every bar and tavern and inn asking if they had seen someone. So They were yeah, going to so wait they- and just not leave the hotel room. That was- they were waiting yeah. up there for us. I think they back. were just going to hunker down and wait for you all to get back. So, um, yeah, there's, there's all this other, you know, subtext about, or sub backstory about what's going on with the silver flame in the area and a lot of stuff that we didn't get to, but, um, to, to be able to use our time effectively, uh, I, I should say you, you manage to get back, you, you find Guar and Stiv, you sneak them out of town so that the, the silver flame can't get at them. And uh, you take a ship back to Sharn, where you're able to meet up with uh, some of the other folks that uh, are from Welldown and had arrived since the all of you had left Sharn. And the um, uh, group is able to uh, start their plan of having House Thrashk stage the discovery of the Hot Rock and, uh, you know, come to the rescue of House Orion, which, of course, makes them look terrible because they shit on Thrashk all the time. And um, the, uh, the, the plan goes off somehow. This wildly <laughs> implausible plan uh, is, is able to be executed. And the, um, the main question before you now is, you know, living on in Sharn with... Uh, the the thankful payment of a royal family, which they're able to provide you quite a bit of uh, remuneration if you choose. Uh, you are also invited to be like they are offering to grant you land and title in Welldown, uh, or on on the island of Welldown. Um, so there are a lot of places out there where you could have like a mine or a, a like desert adjacent pasture because the city is like in the middle of a desert. Um, and, uh, so there's a lot of different places you could have lands out there. Um, but, uh, yeah, I I would like, I would like a mine and, and maybe an island. I don't think they have a lot of islands out there. Yeah, there's probably. Okay. Then I would like a mine. Sure. I would like a mine. (laughs) You've got a mine on the coast. Uh, a coastal mine. Yeah. Cool. Um, I would also like to, once the hot rock is returned to house Orion, I'd like to steal it back, like as a heist, as my own, <laughs> just on my own, and give it to the mushroom people. Oh, okay, sure. Oh God, I'm sorry, it looks so bad. <laughs> lose it again. <laughs> it, I mean, none of this would have happened if they not been so racist. That's true. Yep. Yeah. Um, what is uh, what's Zay doing? 
And the, I, let's let's go around and consider this a sort of mini epilogue. You are all offered uh, essentially a, a barony, um, you know, so like a small amount of lands and a, a baron level title um, with well down, or certainly you would be well paid. You wouldn't be like ridiculously wealthy in Sharn, but you would be well paid uh, instead if you don't want to move to well down. So. I think. Zay, I don't accept a barony, but I do accept the land on behalf like a changeling refuge kind of situation. Oh, sure. Okay. That's cool. Um, but I oh, what happened to my father's family. Yeah. That's very cool. I like that. I, I think there's probably a hot second where the uh, people of Weldon are like, like everybody has some prejudice against changelings. <laughs> and they're like, oh, I don't know. Oh, never mind. I hear it. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, that makes sense. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, you, you create a, a refuge. There's, there's a whole like town of changelings who want to live as changelings, you know, that they're, they're actual, like the faces they're born with. And, um, yeah, there's like a, a dozen people living there, and the island, the, the you know the the royalty, the, the uh, um, uh, uh, it's like a ruling family, right? It's it's not like one person in charge, but uh, the the royal family, you know, makes allowance. They're they're able to live there um, and make lives for themselves. They're gonna you know mine the the resources that are there, and yeah, they create a little town. Um, Oh, one other thing I do want to do that, like, just to, to help them get started is set up a trade deal with the mushroom people for moss. Oh, sure. I mean, yeah, the, they'll be happy to like give people moss. The, so, like, it, you it's sort of have like to... a low level ibuprofen level of like, here for your, for all your like aches and pains needs, you don't mm-hmm. have to go to the healer anymore. You could just have some moss. Oh yeah. You know what? I bet if you made tea out of it and then that, that's like a potion kind of, you know, I, mm-hmm. yeah, it's like the Snapple, heal, healing Snapple. <laughs> um, okay. That's very cool, and you're you're on a mission to find your the like pre- members of your family. Yeah, I'm looking for my father's family. I want to know why they hid mm. my lineage from me, and what, and if it had something to do with why my whole family and and caravan was destroyed. That's a very cool mission to set out on. Awesome. Um, how about uh, Ventus? Um, so I do want to take some land, um, in well down and the title. I mean, titles are always nice, right? You can use them later. Mm-hmm. Um, but much like Zay, I do want to offer some of the rest of the tribe, the Luxodon tribe in the plains. I want to offer them another area where they can grow up and where they yeah. can preserve, if you will. Um, I imagine there is a small group of Luxodons who are like, I want to be a sailor. But Loxodons are like don't have a strong sailing tradition, not great swimmers, and uh, but the few who want to do that are moving to Weldon. Do, do elephants swim? 
Yes. Really? I I see them splash around in water, but it seems like they would sink. No, they they swim. They're also um they're they're there's a a fair amount of fat in their makeup. Yeah. They can swim just fine, and they can dive up to like thirty feet, something like that. Okay, I take it back. So, Sorry, random knowledge is my hobby. Okay, these Loxodons <laughs> are not strong sailors because they're plains folk who have not had a lot of opportunity to go sailing. Um, cool. And uh, several of them have gone, well, yeah, well, I live well down. There's a big, strong sailing culture there, and they can learn a lot about sailing. And yeah, a bunch of the, a bunch of folks want to want to move there and um, you know, be part of your, your sailing they- barony. They can actually be the best pearl divers on the island. Oh, sure. They can go down so far and hold their breath for so long and still grab the pearls with their trunk. I don't know if they're going to be better than a skeleton diver. I mean, no. whatever. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, so I'm setting that up. But the, the next thing I want to do, like the bigger thing for, for kind of venture specifically, is, is, is a lot of elemental research. Mm-hmm. So that so that number one, I can figure out how to counter them. So number two, hit I can the books. Fig- yeah, like I'm going to hit the books really, but I also be specifically lightning elementals because I want to figure out if the lightning rail is actually hurting the other locations, mm-hmm. like if if it's actually yeah. causing real problems, and then if there's anything I I find out about, you know, any other lightning adjacent people, like obviously letting Zay know and you know, helping them out as much as possible so that, yeah. uh, you know, kind of shared, shared info. Um, but then I'm going to go out and if it does turn out to be true that it's all lightning elementals, I'm going to absolutely destroy uh house Orion's backbone. Yeah. Cool. And if it, and I'll keep my, like, as we do that information exchange, as I travel around, I'll see if there's, I'll help you with that quest as well. Cool. Yeah, I mean, in on well down the the capital city is called Karazosh. They have a small university. It's not as big as the one in Sharn, obviously. Sharn has multiple universities and all that, but you know, it's it's big. Uh, that yeah, there definitely would be a place to start. It also has a bunch of stuff that hasn't been picked over by you know university scholars who are like, oh, the average Joe shouldn't have access to these books. It's just you know a, a little bit more ac- accessible. At the Karazosh University, so um, yeah, that's cool. That's a cool quest to be on. Um, what about Alabas? I feel like he would take the title, but not the land. And I think Ventus would probably pick up on that and probably take whatever land that Alabas was probably granted. And they just adjacent, yeah, create an, an extra plot for that. Like you do right. have the land, you're just you've ceded mm-hmm. it to your neighbor. Uh, if Alabas is privy to the how the elementals naturally act, if they are malicious towards the outside environment, like he would be totally on board mm-hmm. to go deal with elementals. Yeah, cool. Yeah, I think there's also uh, there's a lot of research in Karazosh about like fire and sand elementals. You know, like that mm-hmm. type of thing because of where they live. Um, it's a pretty hot part of the world, and it's a desert. So. These are helpful things to study. And so they're not lightning elementals usually, but there's still a lot of elemental research because it's just a helpful way to survive in the desert. So, um, yeah, I bet there's a lot of resources like that. Um, But, yeah, I think they would probably, 
if although yeah if you want uh, chat made a good point uh if you want title without land maybe perhaps you're a knight of karazosh and uh you you join karazosh knights because i feel like a part of alabas feels like he was manipulated a little bit by the major houses because he feels like you can't yeah. necessarily trust what the major houses are going to do yeah you're totally manipulated by them it sucked yeah, so he is basically like, like yeah, he has a title, and yeah, he got the land, but he doesn't necessarily need it. And if there's mm-hmm. something that he needs to do, like, to help the more of the little person, like, on the ground, like, that's his, more of his MO than try to be, like, some pawn of the big houses. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, and also, it it may be appealing that the houses don't really have a presence in Karazosh, aside from House Thrash, mm-hmm. which has been invited to have a it's not really an embassy but you know uh they have a a permanent presence in the city and a residence yeah yeah residence mm-hmm. and they they get to sit in at court and you know so uh yeah it's gonna be a long time before the other houses start sending representatives out to yeah. the city that is one-third undead people um but eh. <laughs> um um one other, sorry, there was a Chekhov's gun thing that I set up in like character development. Oh gosh! But never, but we never fired it off. I'm sorry. No, 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 it's fine. Um, so I do take the barony, and after I um, end the lands, and after I I put the hot, give the hot rocket back to the mushroom to the mushroom people, um, like I go to the rest of the team, and I I I, I reveal to them my true face. And my age, which is like 90. Oh, yeah. Okay. And I'm like, you kids are good. I'm retired now. Nice. I'm getting too old for this shit. Nice. <laughs> but call me if you, but call me if you need something. Okay. I love it. Don't <laughs> forget to call. Sh- don't forget to call. And I just kind of shane off into the, into the ether. Sure. I love it. That's great. <laughs> Yeah, that's really Alabas cool. Has this look about how like different um, races have different concepts of time because mm-hmm. he's older than that. So he's just kind of like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> well, yeah, because Alabas would be what, like two hundred. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of like oh, okay. <laughs> that's great. I love that. Um, well, uh, uh, one one last thing. Yeah, Jason. go ahead. Right before we fade to black, Stiv sees a figure walking down the road in seven years and one day <laughs> and just a deep yes. dark voice says it's time it's time for repayment yeah <laughs> nice I love it that's very cool fire those Chekhov's guns mm. So, uh, we, we've got. A- in which case, that voice in my ring should probably have been my grandfather. <laughs> Um, we've got a little bit left to do, but in general, that is City of Towers. We we close our, our season. Um, that This is normally my, my spring series game <laughs> where I take over, but uh, the uh, be, because the half the group is out at uh, the Renaissance Fair, which, of course, was wisely canceled this year. So um we we mixed in with the regular schedule and you know we'll see what happens next spring but um thank you everyone who joined us for this or is joining us later it's uh, now or later those are your only opportunities to watch the show um and uh i 
you know, if you find me online, I'd love to know what you think. But um, before we totally say our goodbyes, uh, I'd love to go around and just do a, a last round of stars and wishes. Um, we've we've had a good time with this. It could be from anything in all eight episodes that sticks out to you as something cool that happened. Um, I always like hearing what stuck with you that your fellow players were doing, and it's it's always fun for me to hear that. So um, anything just jumping out of your mouth. I feel like this, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty easy. So like the stars is everybody at the table, including Jason. Like, I feel like this group meshed really well. Like we were good about, uh, making sure that we were serious, but we definitely had like our silly times. Like I really felt like this game was super fun to play. So, Oh yeah. Everyone hit the tone just right. I have to agree. That was, that was nice. Um, I just want to start, this progression with um, with Ventus and his patron. Mm. I loved that arc. It was great. Yeah, that was really cool, for sure. Yeah. I had the same star as Eli. I just think everybody had especially changing systems in the middle of the campaign. I think we did a really good job of, of remembering the goal, which is to have fun mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, make a good, and tell a good story. For sure. Um, no, I definitely enjoyed it. I felt like it's interesting, right? Because I, I never know how how being remote versus being in a room with each other is going to make a difference. Yeah. And I felt like there were there were challenges for me in the way that I play. Like the the off the cuff comments couldn't be as easily done. Um, but but also, like, one thing that I thought was super cool is that so many people had so many little intricacies to their characters that it was hard to, like, reach out and grab onto each one of them, like, so much, especially in a short period of time when we're actually surprisingly trying to accomplish something. Um, that, that, like, there's so much I wanted to explore with, like, not only each, like, like all the characters, like, that were involved, but, like, aspects of that. And how my character would react and like getting into it. And I think it was really hard to have a lot of those very like deep, deep in character conversations. Um, and I don't know if that was just because we were all so focused on the goal or if it was not being in the same room or what it was. Um, so that's not really like a, it's a, it's a star because everybody had so much to their character. Like there's so much more into Alabas that I wanted to get to into mm-hmm. like with the elves and everything like that and Zay and the backstory. And we, you know, we got, we, the dragon mark started peeling off towards the end, you know, and obviously like Nick's background. Um, I thought that there was a lot there. So it's, it's very deep, very rich, very interesting characters that, that I feel like we only scratched the surface on, Yeah. Uh, which kind of bums me out. Um, but that's the way it is. Um, and just um, since you guys mentioned the, the darkness turn, I think that only happened because we switched systems and the warlock in in like the dungeon world SRD is well, first of all, it doesn't exist in SRD, so that was problem one. That's why I didn't know I have any idea what I was doing. Oh no, that's every game I play. But the you did great. It's it's just so it's so dark. There's no redeeming quality about it at all. And so it was like, oh, what the hell do I do, right? Because because this is not the character I was playing at all. So, um, so I think that was interesting, but, but Jason, I think you did a good job. I'm curious to hear from you, Jason. And I know you go into this, like, Oh, whatever the players want to do. 
where were you going? Uh, with like, like where where did you see this campaign going at the highest level? Um. Well, I mean, we we basically did it. We we got there in a way that I couldn't have predicted. But the <laughs> the idea, you know, the the kernel of it was these folks were turned undead, and th- there was a house conflict, and. I ended up making it House Orion because you all had developed this strong relationship with House Orion, and so that felt like a good conflict. Um, but House Thrash was was sort of built into it because they they always get shit. Um, and you know, I didn't know how it would go with you all chasing a train across the the land. Um, you know, a lot of that stuff was just generated in in the moment, but a, a lot of it also was just the opportunities you all gave me. Like I, I didn't have to do much except, except poke at the things you said, like I didn't have to generate much. So, um, yeah. Pooja, what'd you want to say? I just, I just realized I had one wish and it never would have worked with the way that we got there. But, but the idea that you said chasing the train across the, the countryside. And my first thought when we met these phasing manta mantises, I'll die up this hell. Is that <laughs> we would end up like old west style riding the mantises <laughs> to get on the train. Oh my god, that would have been so funny. <laughs> yeah. And so there's a little bit of wish that we couldn't all ride the mantises. I know. Like that would have been fun. But other than that, yeah, I just I Honestly, I miss being in the same room with all the people. I know. I That's my wish but, as well. Um, but part of that is just that it's easier to make these connections between. Yeah. Well, like right now, Pooja's frozen up a little bit, and it's uh, it makes it a little bit harder to uh, connect sometimes. But I think everyone's done a really good job of uh, trying to do the, do our best with that situation. Um, my star, I also have a star for the group in that every single one of you, um, picked at least something, if not a couple things about your character to, um, to highlight, but not hog the story. Like nobody was hogging the spotlight, spotlight. Everyone had something cool and interesting to add, but did it in an organic way instead of like, Hey, look at me, look at me, look at me. Um, uh, so yeah, I, I just, I really thought, especially in this you know, where it's a little bit more difficult to connect and, and play in real time like this, um, you know, and, and you're muted and you're freezing up and you're choppy and, you know, like it's, everything's happening and uh, it's not, none of it's as organic as when we're all at the table together. So my my star is just for how dynamic and interesting your characters were uh, in, in spite of all that and on top of all of that. So, um, yeah. So thank you, everybody, for that. And I wanted to add to that also, this table was very considerate of each other. Um, oh, yeah. I feel like sure. we were, we were, we really listened to each other and not just what was said, but also what wasn't said. Like, I feel like we did a good job of, of trying to take care of each other. Yeah. All of you respected the safety tools available. You know, we had good conversations offline when we needed to do that. And I, yeah, I 100% agree. Yeah. This was a great group to be part of. Um, and we have to go, which is sad, yeah. but thank you everybody for joining us. Thank you. The four of you for joining me for this 
weird, wild <laughs> ride. And um, I hope you had as much fun as I did. Uh, I uh, have to do the, let's not forget this part. Um, <laughs> that, that is the end of tonight's session and our season and series. Uh, we hope you enjoyed it. If you want to catch up on past episodes of this, you can go to happyjacks.org slash city of towers. If you want to find uh, any any other AP that we've ever done, you can go to happyjacks.org slash shows. We are at happyjacksrpg on almost all the socials, I think. So that's something you can check out. And um, other than that, uh, let's let's just go around and say who you are and where folks can find you. Uh, Eli? Uh, my name is Eli. You can't find me anywhere. But uh, I do want to <laughs> shout out Blue Troller. She streams on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Her mm-hmm. art is amazing. Uh, Pooja's in a bunch of games. She's amazing. Claire's in a band. The Mary Sue's. She's amazing. Confirmed. Uh, Great. want to shout out to everybody. Black Lives Matters. And leave somewhere better than when you got there. So. Yeah. Here, here. See everybody soon. Rob? Man, Eli is just so much nicer than I am. So I'm just going to say thanks for tuning in and have a nice day. <laughs> Cheers. Okay. Uh, Pooja? I am Pooja. And you... Uh, you're live Pretty now. Sure just... uh, I'm Pooja. You can find on Twitter at LA Daisy Girl and everywhere else is Forgotten Saves. I'm here every Sunday at Happy Jacks RPG and currently on Fridays. Oh no! Uh, a Hack the Planet game. Go go back to Fridays are what? Uh on Fridays I am on Twelve uh, Sided Stories. We're streaming Abria's Hack the Planet game Heliotrope. That is a lot of fun, and and it's gotten crazy already. And um, next Sunday will be Stu's Vampire the Masquerade game, and uh, and then we'll have the return of Call of Cthulhu: Murmurs of the Abyss. Nice. Uh, please wear your wear your masks. Yeah, that's not wear a please. Just fucking do it. I'm trying to be polite, but like really like wear your fucking masks, people. (laughs) Wash your hands, stay at home, wear your mask. Yeah, if you have to go out, put your fucking mask on. (laughs) I'll fight that fight. (laughs) Yeah. Uh Claire, where can we find you? Yeah. Um I am everywhere at CB dubs, S E E B E E D U B S, um, on just about everything. That's my username. Um, you can also find me here every other Monday, not tomorrow, starting the fall. Well, actually, starting this past week, but um, uh, I'm playing a lighthearted game with Clara and Kurt and other people as well. Um, but I know Clara and Kurt better than the other two. And lighthearted <laughs> isn't just the tone, it's also the name of the game that Kurt invented. So Yes, that Kurt and uh, Blue Troller, I think, wrote together. Did, yeah. Um, and, Blue um, Troller is, did the art. Yeah. Blue Troller did the art. It is really fun. Um, it's set in the 80s. I play uh, uh, Kaz, who is, yes, she is a German, uh, East, she is from East Germany. And uh, yeah, you'll really like it. 
And uh, you can also find my band at Mary Sue's or at Mary Wives um, and do those things. Awesome. Uh, and uh, my name is Jason. You can find me on Twitter and Twitch at It's Probably Okay. Uh, I am, well, this game is wrapped up. I'm in a Wednesday game here at Happy Jack's uh, that Nick Levy is running. It's a Savage Worlds game set in an uh, urban fantasy campaign uh, where I get to play a satyr detective, and that's a lot of fun. <laughs> so, um, also, Fridays and Saturdays, I'm on my channel, It's Probably Okay. Uh, live streaming Fridays, No Man's Sky with our friend uh, Sam DeLev. A lot of us know Sam. And on Saturday mornings, I'm uh, running a game called Return to the Spider-Verse using the Masks RPG, where uh, we're all playing uh, different versions of Spider-Mans in uh, the uh, Miles Morales universe, uh, played by none other, Quiddy, in the chat, uh, the eponymous uh, Miles Morales herself. And um, it's a lot of fun. You should check it out. We've got a few more episodes to go before we wrap. And um, you can find those on Twitch or you can go to the YouTube playlist that is linked somewhere in my um, uh, Twitter. So I don't know. You can find it, I bet. (laughs) Um, But uh, I think that's it for us. Thank you, everybody, for joining us through all of this. And uh, that does it for us. I'm going to throw up the calendar for all the next shows. But until next time, take care and be safe. Bye. 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 If I told you the things I've seen on my ways. If I told you the things I've done in my days. You wouldn't believe me anyway So it's best I just don't say I've lived a thousand lives I've piloted a thousand souls I killed and fought and died Just for a single road